Hey everybody, welcome out to episode 2 of the Little Jolly Gamer Show. Welcome back. Steve, how you doing? Doing pretty good, man. How about you? Doing pretty good. Jacob, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Alright, well on 3, we're going to give him a good fire in the hole and get this thing started. Alright, one, two, three, fire in the hole! <laughs> we're we're back. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty stoked to get back on here because we've had a lot of listeners, or yeah, more more than I thought we would have. Yeah, how many did sure. we have again? We had well, when I checked it, it was 88. 88. Nice. Yeah, so, nice. Uh, I'm really it, excited about that. Yeah, if any of you guys are some now hardcore fans, you know, you we like appreciate us. you. You really like yeah, us. Yeah, we do have. Uh, some stuff set up now. We have a Facebook page, or we used to have one for my old videos I used to make, which you can check those out if you want. I don't care. But uh, that's actually the Facebook page that we've been using, so check us out on Facebook, Little Jolly Gamer Show, Twitter, at LJGS underscore official. Instagram is the same thing. Catch us on there, like us, follow us, do whatever. Yeah, we, we post all kinds of silly stuff and stuff that's actually, you know, um, relevant to our shows. Yeah. <laughs> So cool. Um, well, uh, let's let's get started with what we've been playing lately, guys. Cause I'm I'm gonna go first because I haven't been playing much um, different than last time. I've been playing a little bit more Chrono Trigger. Um, I've been playing the Battlefield Hardline beta. That was fun, I guess. It's over. Brent wanted to play it, and it was. Yeah. It's over. I shut it down. March, March something. Is I had an alright time with it. I think it's an okay game. It's not the best game. Ever. I didn't get to play it, so. You didn't play it at all? No, I sure didn't. Dude. It was. It, I hated on it last week, but it definitely was at least. It was. It's worth a play for sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the atmosphere of it though. Just riding, like to go to a drive-by with your gangster friends, and like yeah. the radio's blaring. That, that radio just made the whole thing. I will for me. say this. Just while we're on that topic, real quick. I do think that they actually did the hanging out of the windows a lot better than GTA. GTA does a lot of stuff really yeah. good and ten times better than the drive and everything, but hanging out of the windows made a little more sense in this game. Yeah, well, you could straight up get like, out, get out of the car, lean on top of the car, yes. yeah. So Instead of this awkward bent rubber yeah, elbows from GTA. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Like, I think that's how it should be done whenever people are doing drive-bys, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, like... Like Jacob was saying, it's awkward, you know. I mean, you like picture yourself like like just just your arm. Like, how are you gonna hit anybody like that, you know? I mean, you gotta be like out on top of the car like that, you know, with a with an actual better gun instead of that micro SMG. That micro SMG. Yeah, uh, that's a topic for another day. Yeah, yeah, I could complain about that micro <laughs> SMG all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, we don't want to get too off topic. Yeah. Um. So I've been playing that, Chrono Trigger, and I've been playing a lot of Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U with the Amiibos. Uh, nice. My Amiibos help turn me into a better warrior. I'm still getting my butt kicked by him. Uh, yeah, sorta. <laughs> well, me and Steve, we um, we put the Amiibos against us. Like it was two on two, the Amiibos. Oh yeah. And did you use Bowser in this it time? It took it, Bowser and Donkey Kong, and no, me and Steve. Geez. No, it was Bowser and Fox. Fox is super duper fast, and Bowser is very defensive. Yeah, right? he's you, it yeah. takes forever to launch him, and he has floaty jumps, so he floats <laughs> down gracefully to the earth after now, you I launch did him. Find a, I did, I did find a way to uh, counteract that too with the slowy jumps. If you're Ganondorf, he has a very powerful down A, and with the floaty jump, you fall kind of 
really slowly to the ground, like he was saying. So, I mean, you go up to him, you hit down A, and you knock him down. Nice. Yeah, you got to spike him down. But uh, Fox, we still haven't really figured out how to beat Fox. Fox, yet. he's just a douche. <laughs> he, like, he's really fast, and he plays with you. He plays like, the corner. He plays the edges, too, doesn't he? He, he, he toys with you. If, you. if you have, like, I don't know, two lives less than him, he knows. And he, right. he starts playing around doing things he wouldn't normally do. I don't know how they learn to do that, what but whatever. Yeah, and that's all I've been playing. I mean, a monster. I didn't have too much time to play anything serious. Steve, what you been playing? I know, uh, I know what you've been playing. Let's, let's go ahead. And let's let's go ahead get and it talk out the way. It. I've been playing Majora's Mask 3DS. Honestly, I mean, oh. I just got it in uh, Saturday, so I mean, I've been playing that nonstop. Oh yeah, I love it. It's so good compared to the original. I mean, they just fine tuned everything, and it's just great. Give us some examples. What What, what are you finding that's different? Well, um, for starters. The Goron, when you do the when you do the roll thing, uh, no, Jacob basically. Yeah, thank you. When you put on the <laughs> when you put on you put on three masks and stuff like that, and you transform into things. And the Goron mask, what I was talking about, his special ability is you press A and you roll around. Well, back in the day, you had to hold down A while you roll around. Now you just press A and you use the control stick to roll around. And you don't have to hold A, so mm. your thumb's not camping when you're trying to roll. Well, around. that makes it easier too on 3DS. I'm yeah, sure, exactly, sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, the save system is actually a nice. Uh, a nice addition on there, considering that you don't have to rely on either the quick save, which forced you to quit back in the day. You have the only yeah, way you save can... system was like what made it like balls to the wall hard. Yeah, yeah, like I appreciated that back in the day, but I, but I, you know, like I thought about it. It's a little disappointing to find out that they added that in there to make it that easy. But now I appreciate it because you know, with the handheld, you come into issues like power issues, mm-hmm. or there could be times where you just have to yeah, that's like, a good point. set it down, and you know, yeah. you have to go back to real life and stuff like that this way it gives you that ability to go right back where you were instead of having to start all over because the old day the only other way to save it was song of time but when you use the song of time you went back to day one you know and and they got the um when you play the song of double time you can actually choose instead of what was it 12 hours before right right it's not just shooting you 12 hours up now you can choose anywhere in the next day like it can only be within the next day but you can choose the specific hour, which really helps for quests. Yes, that was very helpful for um, the ghost quest on Romani Ranch because uh, it helps me multitask a little better because I find the ghost the ghost task is my favorite task on that game. Because oh, I was, the aliens? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You already did that already? Ghosts. Oh, yeah, Dang, yeah. I'm, I, look, I, I'm almost on the third temple, dude. Uh, I would have been at the third temple. Steve was a bachelor this weekend. His wife is yeah, uh, out, of out of town. town. <laughs> so, so been gaming and sesh. No, gaming sesh. I studied too. I studied too. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Don't um, forget, academics come first, children. But it helps. <laughs> the song of Double Time now helps better with, with better multitasking because I could go to a specific point in that game. Yeah. Like, uh... At two o'clock in the morning is when the ghosts come for that ghost task. So if I want to multitask, I could I could go forward to say like uh, meeting Andrew in the Stockpot Inn to talk about finding Cafe, and uh, and then I say okay, let me get here, and, and then I get to the ranch and it's a little early, so I just fast forward to two o'clock and then yeah, she, instead of jumping that twelve hours, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I can jump, get more done than the day. Because I remember oh, when yeah, I used to play great. it, I had to like. I went through those three days so many times. I was like, oh, crap, I forgot to go do this. And I was like, well, just got to get it next time. The oh, core well. of this game is time is not on your side, right? Yeah, no. you can manipulate it to help you, but it's a lot harder to manage all your time because right. you have so much going on. And I remember telling Steven about how, like, I don't know how they could, um, I don't know how you say this word, canonically. Okay, canonically. How what? <laughs> like, we're still canon to the. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Canonically. I don't know how I don't to know say how that word. I know what you're talking about. I don't yeah, know yeah. how to say it. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm but, dumb. Like, I don't know how you could do every single quest 
by the end of the day. Right. It's too days. hard to do them all in one, all in one cycle. You can't do it all in one cycle. You have to you have to pick and choose what you want to do. And I mean, like the good thing is, is that all the important stuff that you get from these side quests, you keep. So you just do it once and you're done. Yeah. Now, if you want to do it as far as canon purposes, there really isn't a canon to the game. Some people are just gonna have to go unhelped in your version of the game. Mm -hmm. Some people are gonna be helped. You know, you just like have to the pick toilet and paper guy. It's just a, it's like you go to a, like a commode and there's a toilet. And there's a hand. Just and a guy needs toilet paper. paper. <laughs> <laughs> Help, please. But so, I don't get it. Why is he in the toilet? Nobody and, really Nobody really answers that question. Why is he in the toilet? It doesn't make sense. I don't know how toilet paper is going to help him in that situation. <laughs> not going to do it. Look well, good he's if the in moon the crashes I don't know into what. Earth. <laughs> or world, sorry. Well, I apologize for my my uh, lack of Zelda lack knowledge. Of Zelda knowledge and being claiming that I love RPGs. I didn't get into Zelda for any listeners out there and I'm kind of glad I didn't because I would have become I would have became a different I uh, probably would have been a cave dweller. Cave uh, dweller. Honest, honestly. Another so. term another, we might have to get you familiarized with. Oh, a cave yeah. dweller. Go with it. Is you know those guys <laughs> at GameStop Mr. <laughs> Mr. Steal your girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, not trying to be mean, but it's those guys where, like, you know, you go to a midnight release. I haven't been to a midnight release since uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, GTA. And you go, it's the guy who gets dropped off in his mom's minivan. He's, like, 30 years old. He's, like, he's got, like, a pitcher of sugar water. Yep. <laughs> yeah, my mom mixed this up for me. I've got to stay up all night and play this game. <laughs> I saw a lot of those at the Skyrim release. And there's nothing wrong. If you got if you got passion for it and you want to play a game like that, that... <laughs> they, don't, they don't see very many UV rays. Yeah, exactly. They're pale, they're big, and they have yeah. long, curly hair. Typically... They are they're usually they're really good. I mean, some of those guys are legit. Oh, they're good. You don't they're mess with good. them. They're good. You don't in, mess in the with real, a cave In the dweller. real world, they're a cave dweller. But in the virtual world, oh they gosh. are the dragonborn. In today's <laughs> they, they are. In today's <gasps> world, they're called, they're called the neckbeards now. The that's neckbeards. What, that's the new oh, yeah. That oh, I, didn't, I haven't heard that one. But anyway. <laughs> so, Steve, you've been playing Majora's Mask. I've been playing all that crap. Jacob, Jacob what you got? I, I've been playing, uh, I played a little bit of Battlefield 4. I had to go back to, I kind of hated on Hardline a little bit, and I felt a little bad. So I've been playing Battlefield, going back to my shooter roots. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I had a couple of rage sessions, had a couple of sessions where I dominated. Nothing nothing special there. I finally finished Resident Evil, the Ooh, remastered nice, edition. And nice. I beat it with Jill, and I saved Chris and Barry. Nice. Thank you very much. Nice, you saved everybody. So, I'm yeah. I'm just that kind of person. Good, uh, good. Did you get Barry's, lawful good. Did you get Barry's Magnum? No, because think, uh, you have to. You have yeah. to, you have to let, let Barry die. die. Oh, to get yeah, Lisa right. comes in if you if you choose to take it back or keep it. That Magnum. Then is awesome. Lisa just knocks him off the thing, or you can actually give it back to him, but then Lisa actually knocks him off. So you have oh. to actually. Barry's the best. Though. Yeah. So yeah. He was know. just. Confused. I was thinking about his kids coming up in the revelations. You know. Oh, which we'll get into that yeah. a little bit later. Actually, yeah. I got some. So, that's gonna pop up again later. Uh, but yeah, finished finished Resident Evil, and then uh, actually, uh, after talking about when you were talking about Chrono Trigger last year or last year, last last, year? <laughs> last week, <laughs> last week, it felt like a year, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a long week. Oh. <laughs> uh, I played, uh, went back and played some retro games, and I kind of got into Super Mario All Stars and playing. Yes. I picked the lost levels. I was playing two Ugh. for a little bit, but I picked the lost levels. And believe it or not, it has a little bit to touch base on what we were going to talk about in today's issue about playing with my wife. Uh, I was playing uh, four, three, I think, World Four, and the third, the third World and World Four, and um, I was just having a hiccup, a hang up with it, and. Uh, 
my wife came in. She's like, do you need help? And I was like, no, go away. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, I'm going to be over here. And so I, I played again. I had a little rage fit where, I don't know if anyone ever, has ever done this rage fit on a Super Nintendo where you grab the power button, you go click, 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 and you just do it back and forth as fast as you can. And then you realize I'm probably going to break my Super Nintendo. So I, I, I calmed down and I and uh, I tried playing 4-3 again and I died again and lose like, give me the controller. And she like totally beat it in the first try. What? Yeah. She's a wizard, man. So like, she's on 7-1 right now. Luan, you're a wizard. <laughs> you're a wizard. No, like the movie with the wizard, you know? <laughs> anyone, anyone seen that movie? Y'all seen that? That's a great movie. Oh, The Wizard. Oh, the Wizard. With, 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 uh, with Fred, Fred Savage. Savage. Yes. Nice. My sister-in-law was like that with uh, uh, Mario World, Super Mario World. Uh, she plays through that thing like it was nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, was, like, she... we, I remember coming home one day whenever I was living at my in-law's house, and uh, and Jesse was there, and Jesse's like sitting there playing through Super Mario World. I'm like, you play this game? She's like, yeah, I love it. And she like beat it. And I was like, I've never beaten that game. Wow. <laughs> It is. It's really? impressive. You ever beat that game? You ever never. I have not beaten any of the uh, side scroll Mario's except what? for what? the Game Boy. I know. No. No. I know. Dude. Oh man. Finding plot holes that. in our cast here. Dude, you gotta do that, man. <laughs> I know, man. That's like a requirement. Oh awful, yeah. Awful. How, why are you on the show? <laughs> I was kidding. It was. Get out. But there was no, there was man. something about playing that though. I will say this. It was super satisfying. It's kind of what I touched base about last week too. Was about being handheld. Like like I raged. I rage fitted over that over that world, and I finally did beat it. And uh, it was all about the jumps. And actually, what I had to do is I had to uh, restart it, and I I just I forgot. I was like, Luigi jumps higher. Yep. Now, he's slippery, but he jumps higher. Mm-hmm. And I had to use Luigi. But it's finally when you finally beat it after all those rage attempts and getting mad at the Nintendo, you're like, yeah, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. It feels accomplished. You walk away like. Don't you forget <laughs> yeah. about me? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. So, all right. Yep. That's what I've been playing. Cool. Well, um, let's well, see. You guys want we did Hardline, Majora's Mask, and Resident Evil slash Super Mario World Lost World levels. Yep. Nice. Let's move on to some uh, gaming news. I remember last time we had to kind of finagle the, the segment. Yeah, yeah. So now we actually have an intro. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty Here, cool. So it's gonna go it. right now. Gaming news. And now we're back. How awesome was that? How awesome the was that? The magic of technology. All, I, mean, I mean, you were really at hard work trying to get uh, people to give you know, you know, it, stuff like it, that. Like, that's awesome. It's kind of like, it's not that I'm working hard. Like, I feel bad that, like, I'm using everyone else's abilities, but I just have, I'm like that middle guy who knows everyone. Like, you I have that? a friend that oh, yeah. that yeah, does works. everything everywhere. Like, I have, give him credit I have that. the who audio master, and I have the video master, and I have, like, the master blaster. The, the, the master blaster. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, my, my good buddy Daniel Hill, which he actually has his own podcast called um, Under the Microscope. It was originally intended to be a pest control or just about bugs um, podcast, but then he kind of switched up because he didn't want to kind of box himself in with that, so now it's all about science. It's him and my uh, other friend, my co-worker, uh, Clint Bajeron, and they both talk about It's really interesting if you're interested in the science. Under the mic. Under the microscope, yeah. Microscope. Yeah, he's been giving us a lot of tips and stuff like that, so make sure y'all drop by and uh, give him a like on make his sure podcast and support him. Uh, you know, part of the show wouldn't be possible without him, so thanks, Daniel. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. Yeah, and also my friend Hunter Esmond has been working on some art stuff. It's not available yet, but it's going to be hopefully by the time we can post this. Probably not because uh, we had a lot of parades and stuff going on around here for Mardi Gras, and I couldn't get out in the city. So, if you, anyway. if you if you want, if you ever, if you ever watched any Brandon's Little Jolly Gamer Show videos, um, there is uh, the top 
10 American Americans in video yes. games. Hunter did a lot of that editing, and if you watch, it's really good. Well, so. he didn't do the editing, but he he took us to his house. Oh, that's right, the film with the green us, screen He and showed us how to do right, the green right, screen right, and everything. We didn't know how to do that, but we, we edited it, and uh, he was really, really good. Part, which that's actually the best video I ever had, and that's it what is. I use as a reference. Yeah. But anyway... Back to gaming news. <laughs> we got way off topic yeah, right there. Well, I just I had to I had to get all that out. No, it's fine. Um, so let's. You, give credit you guys want me to go to first? Anyone else want to go first? You go, Any man. super you go, breaking man. gaming news? Have, nah, go for I it, man. Two things, bro. Okay, let's start off with what I think is probably the best uh, news this week is Bethesda mm-hmm. has I'm their so they have their own conference at E3 this year apparently. Oh, yes. Nova King, 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 Fallout. Nova King, 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 I rented Such it back game. in the day when before Blockbuster passed away. Dang, man. Rental. I know. I had, rental. To, I had to rely on rentals back in the day. And I never really got to play through it. I only played through like a little bit of dude, it. Dude, you got to go out. back. Yeah. Dude, we're going to make a list. Our listeners are going to give you a list. Like, dude, Steve, you got to go play this game. Gary. <laughs> Anybody wants to supply dude, me? That's not a scary vault. Look, I'm going to tell you all right now. Y'all supply me with the games. I'll play whatever you want. Dude, you got to play it. I know you got school I know you got school and stuff. Dude, you know... My my collection is like a library, man. You come in, you check it out, you pay late fees. I'm just kidding. You don't, you don't do that. <laughs> still have you. No, but for real, if you want to, uh, if you want to borrow that game, dude, I have it for 360. I know yours is still kind of ghetto or whatever, but you got to play that game. That's a good game. That's like one of Haley's favorite games. Oh yeah, she's really good. She's, she's a, legit at all. She's, she's a Fallout master. The Fallout master. You like Fallout? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, see, there are girls here. They're, they're, they are. Yeah, we're not a bunch of cave dwellers. Of She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm really excited about that because it's a good one. If if they release, uh, I'm I'm sure they're going to talk about maybe some kind of new stuff for Elder Scrolls Online. Right, right, right. But they they do other games other than those two franchises. Like they did um, the Evil Within that came out. Yes, I trust I haven't played. Ooh, that one looked, it was on sale. Look, it was on the EA sale for a while back. I don't know if it's on sale. Yeah, anymore. but they do a lot of games like that, and you know. You should check those out. Uh, I should check those but, out. I mean, that's, yeah, I know. that's huge. Just because they have their own conference, I mean, that that goes to show that they're revealing something. It's kind of like big. you know, whenever I think of E3, I think of you know, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, the the big three, right. the war, the war zone, mm-hmm. and then you have these other guys on the side like Ubisoft. And Ubisoft's always, I don't know, they have a good conference. It's just like they seem to way overhype everything, and they try too hard to be cool. They're that. They're like the. The, the Apple that's not cool. <laughs> when, I, when, I say, when I say Apple, I'm talking about like, you know, iPhone. Right, right, like right, right, right. Like they're not, they're, they, they try so hard. Like, like remember the Mr. Caffeine? Did you ever see Mr. Caffeine? Yes. And he's like, try to be like all Wayne's World. Like, dude, that's way corny. You need to cut that out. But I'm really excited about that. Anyone else want to, you want me to just go down my you want list? Tag team? Go we can ahead, tag go team. Go down yeah, list. Right. list. Jacob, you, you throw out one. Um, I just have a little bit. This might be a little shorter. It's uh, just a little bit snippet of information I got uh, about Star Wars Battlefront. Is Ooh, in this make. is interesting to me. Uh, yeah, I love um, Battlefront. Battlefront. Obviously, was it was released at E3 ever. last. Was it no 2013 or 14? Uh, I think it was. I think it was last year. They didn't really. I think it was. I think it had been announced. They had a trailer a released. They, it, I wouldn't really call it a trailer. Yeah, Anybody I mean, calls it a trailer. Yeah. It's more like concept footage. Right. Nothing was in game. It's just 
Dice talking about how they're excited about right. it. They were showing some cinematics. The cinematics are good, but I really want to see gameplay. Yeah, that's that's that hasn't been leaked yet. So I don't have anything like that, but we do know that it's Dice doing it, which is the guys that do Battlefield. Um, it's on the Frostbite engine again, the same thing that powers powers Battlefield Four right now. It's a very a pretty decent game engine as well. Um, there's a couple of little things, just like um, they've hired on uh, Amy Hennig. I'm, a hope, I'm almost there, hoping I'm saying her name right, but she's uh, Naughty Dog's creative director. Ooh, mm, so, Naughty Dog. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. Naughty Dog makes some good games. Uh, they just talked, kind of talked about the size of the maps. Like you're going to actually be able to, I, I, from what I understand, if I read right, you're going to be able to like play like in the eight, the Adats and like Hoths. Or, so like the big snow uh, map, like the huge. So like the, those like snow the, maps will be that's huge. The, I, that's, that's when I saw the trailer. That's you know he, the guys in first person he's carrying right, the gun right, and everything right. and he looks up in the big ATAT foot oh, yeah. like slams on the ground <clears throat> right like really atmospheric looks really cool so but like you know if that game it turns out just to be Battlefield with Star Wars slapped all over it I'd, I'd be okay yeah I'd be okay with yeah, that I, yeah as long as they kind of made the vehicles fly like the like the snow speeder and all that right I'd totally be down for that oh yeah there's gonna be speeders in it uh, they're pushing for a Christmas release is what they're pushing for because Episode Seven releases in December which is the new Star Wars Dude, if that came out. Um, I'd be pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, well, the only, like, they made a first-person shooter for Star Wars called Republic Commando, and mm-hmm. they could, like, kind of right. make the HUD. Like, I remember the HUD in that game was really cool. Like, you know, it had all your bullets and stuff, like, yeah, what you yeah, could yeah, yeah. say to your people, and, like, it just it looked kind of, kind of reminded me, like, Metroid Prime almost, just the way the HUD looked really, like, high-tech and stuff. Yeah. And if it was like that, oh, that'd there's be so a, cool. There's a rumor, I've read this somewhere, that's supposed to be able to switch, but it's kind of like, GTA, they're fooling with playing with switching between third and first. The, the, the other Battlefronts did that. The other Battlefronts did that. Yeah, they, they did that, but it wasn't like legit well, it was, yeah, first person. Yeah, but this is supposed to, like, I, I'm, I'm, from what I understand, almost like GTA where it's third first. It's third uh, first. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that, listeners. Well, there's, there's, but, it's, it's way early. I yeah, mean, it's, 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 yeah, exactly. It's very early to what, tell. The, the PC version of Battlefront does the first person, third person thing very well. Yeah, it does. I had. I, I remember the gun sticks out. Because I have that. Ah, okay. Which, by the way, uh, a little snippet I want to throw in there. Uh, Humble Bundle is doing a Star Wars version where if you donate at least twelve dollars, you get like twelve games, twelve Star Wars games. Mm. Battlefront. Battlefront Two is included. Public Land mm. only. I think so. Is it really? You have to double check. Oh. And and the good thing is is that all of that money goes to charity. So if you donate twelve bucks to charity, you get twelve games for it. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Twelve Star win, Wars. Win. Games. You win both ways, 12, brother. Right. 12 of the best Star Wars games, I might add. You get Republic Commando, I think. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Battlefront. Some Rogue Squadron uh, in there, maybe? No, not quite. No. Mm. Uh, you get... Well, those... Know, if it's the on Force PC, Unleashed, though. Galaxy of Galactic... Yeah, Force Unleashed. What is the... What is the... Uh, RTS Star Wars? Is it an RTS Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I can think of it. Empire at War. That one's in there, too. Mm. Check it out, by the I'm way. Go to RTS fan. HumbleBundle.com. Yeah, it's the Star Wars Humble Bundle. It's really nice. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. So, Battlefield, Steve, you got any news? Uh, I do. I have uh, a little bit disappointing for some Resistance fans. Uh, it seems kind of like Sony is kind of dis- distancing themselves from the Resistance franchise. Uh, they just shut down online support for the PSP version of Resistance. That goes to add for the previous three installments that are on the console, Resistance 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. All of the online features have been shut down for the, uh, that game. Uh, the only one left with online features is the resistance for PSP Vita, and it just—I mean, a lot of people are taking it as news that Sony is sort of distancing themselves away well, from resistance. Um, I'll add in on that is that those games are pretty old now; they're pretty dated. Like I remember playing the first Resistance almost like almost PS3 launch, 
Yeah, that's yeah, been yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. But I remember that game was really fun online. That's just a fun. That's a good franchise. I never played like I think I played the first one, the second one, and the third one. I just I didn't know what was going on anymore. But the first one's a really good game, and I, I don't know if y'all played it. That's the game I was telling you about. It's got the bullseye rifle where the oh, alternate, alternate yeah, fire yeah, shoots yeah. a tag, and when you tag someone, every bullet, every bullet fire, goes there. It goes straight to them. Right. Wasn't it like a which was a alternative World War Two where aliens invade? Yeah. Yes. And so like all the you know the war's still going on, but then they all have to switch gears and start fighting the you know, aliens. And mm-hmm. Resistance Two, you can go to Cocodrie, Louisiana. Really? Cocodrie, Cocodrie. No. no. Hey, <laughs> swear to hey, God. Give me a gun. Give me that bullseye rifle, man. Aliens. <laughs> And uh, another gaming news thing is that the Law and Order SVU uh, Special Victims Unit, for people who don't know, um, had their Gamergate episode, which was pretty awful. Not because of, not because uh, we're on any particular side of Gamergate. Uh, please don't take us like we're on either side. We are completely neutral when it comes to that. Uh, it's just it was badly done. It was awful. I mean, uh, there was they were throwing around these awful uh, acronyms that gamers use. They're using pwn and new. Pwn, new pwn. Oh, What's it new? Lord. New. And then Ice T is explaining it to uh, explaining it to Olivia Benson talking about a noob is somebody who's new, and you're just like Ice T, stop. Hmm. So it was just like a really bad um, like PSA you would show to teenagers pretty in high much, school. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, basically the premise of the episode, since it's a Gamergate episode, is sexual harassment against female gamers. They have this female developer that these hardcore gamers don't like, and they wind up abusing her in a bathroom stall, and then they threaten to kill her and all this thing just because she made games. Like Apparently, apparently all the pro-Gamergate people are like this, which is kind of what they kind of what they did. I mean, really, truly, they made both sides look look really bad. They made the pro-Gamergate side look evil, and they made the anti-Gamergate side so look pathetic. So everybody, everybody loses. Everybody loses. Yeah. They, they made them look so the pathetic, dark. though. I mean, look, if, if any anti-Gamergate people are listening to this, uh, just they make you guys look very pathetic, you know? I mean, they make you guys look like y'all need help from somebody, like... Like, the girl winds up backing out of the end. She's like, I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not being a game developer because they hate me. You know? I mean. It's a hot button topic is, right now is. in the news. And I mean, they, like, probably, they needed they, some they info. Probably, yeah, they probably made the episode just so everyone would watch it. Right. Yeah. And that's everything. Cause it's cool. It's funny cause because Ice-T yeah. like is the gamer in this episode. Like, Ice-T <laughs> Ice is oh. playing this, this game. It almost looks like Grand Theft Auto's parody of Call of Duty, Righteous Slaughter. It almost looks like <laughs> it's called. It's, the name Slaughter is in it. That's really? exactly what I thought of. And then uh, Ice-T, the episode starts, Ice-T is playing the game. He's like, oh, these stupid campers and then olivia benson's like what's a camper oh, and he's no. like a camper is when oh, no. somebody who hides and exploits well ice t is in a few video games he did voice work for grand theft auto really and yeah he, was, he plays that. mad dog the rapper uh and he also was in def jam 5 from new york like i was talking about <laughs> oh yeah. yeah he's a pain in the butt to kill and that, <laughs> not that kill but beat up dude because you, you fight him early on he's like one of the first like boss fights in right, parentheses right, right. Well, and he's really hard. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Law and Order SVU. You know, I love Law and Order. I like Ice T. And Ice T. Hey, wh- why? Why Ice is that, Steve? That why do you like Law and Order? It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm <laughs> okay. in law school. Okay, so you just like it. Okay, sorry. I just like it because okay. it's very interesting. No, that's that's all dramatized. The courtroom's never like that, uh, as yeah. far as I know. Um, but anyway, objection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also uh, another one. One last thing I want to add in there: the Viner Logan Paul is the bad guy in that one. He's the one who's trying to kill the female developer. 
And they make him think that real life is like a video game. Oh, I bet he played that role pretty good, huh? If I had to rate it, I'd give it like a negative three out of (laughs) ten. That's horrible, man. And I like SVU, and I like video games. That's how bad it was. That's really bad. Uh, Anyway, moving on, because I have this one I want to talk about really bad. Sorry, okay. Peter Molyneux. Everyone everyone knows Peter Molyneux. Okay, this guy's got a rep, and like he's known to be like a legendary designer oh, and yeah. I'll say his ideas are oh yeah he's got oh, really good dude, ideas yeah. and I've actually heard him in an interview one time say uh, he was talking about this is whenever he's reviewing that fart app with that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. on Game Informer and uh, he's like oh great design poor execution much like my game design well, um, at least he, he and yeah. yes at least he knows but alright so he's got this new game called Goddess 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 and have you have you ever noticed that most of his games you mm-hmm. play you play the role of a god and you can you can out, you can reach out and touch everything. You can if you want to make trees, you can put down trees, and it's so beautiful. And you can create everything you want I'm to sorry, create. Peter Molyneux. But anyway, <laughs> all right. So let's rewind a little bit. So he's making this game called Goddess. Right. Let's rewind. Uh, uh, I'll say like last year, he had this game as like an iPhone or a mobile app, the and basically thing. the whole world, all you did was tap tap the cube, tap the cube, and you just were taken away at this huge massive cube right and whoever got the last taps like breaking apart because basically the more you tap you're breaking apart the cube and you're revealing what's on the inside i can't remember what was over on the inside i just wasn't interested in it at all because it just sounded i think it, i think it was a plug it goddess actually oh um, it must have been because i remember the guy who got the last taps he won this competition to be involved with the development of right. goddess i don't know if he's going to be like a, you know they're going to name drop him or, or he's going to actually be in the game or whatever but He's not going to be a part of it anymore mm. because everything with Goddess has pretty much fallen, fallen apart. apart. Yeah. So, you get, well, from what I've read, you know, it's losing a lot of features that have been promised. That's basic Peter Molyneux. I mean, nothing against him because it's, it's a cool guy. I actually used to watch G4 Icons, I and mean, he was on an episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's actually really cool. But it's just, you know, whenever you have that creative of a mindset and – you have technical problems. Sometimes it's not possible. With you know, fable. You know, you're supposed to be like a, tr- a tree. A, a, yeah. a tree will grow, <laughs> and an acorn will fall off of the tree. And I, I kind of turned to uh, Michael Caine a little bit. <laughs> and so the, the acorn he fell off the tree, and it, it fell off the tree, and it, it falls. And like the acorn, the acorn gets buried in the ground in the soil, and then a tree will grow, and another acorn can fall again. But you, know, you, look, you were no. looking into my soul. <laughs> I was. I was like, don't break eye contact. <laughs> but no, for real, like that was the kind of promises that were in the first Fable game for the first Xbox, and you know that's not possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I hear they're laying off workers for Goddess. Uh, it's losing features. Some staff is just leaving because they're yeah. not. They don't want to be involved with it anymore, and it's just turning into a struggling project, which. That, that's sad to hear for anyone because as... We don't want to see any game fail. I, I mean, don't want to see any anyone project. fail at all. And, you know, even if it's a game, like, if it could be EA. And I hate EA. Yeah. But, you know, if a game for them is struggling, I still feel bad because that's there's people who have jobs doing right. that kind of stuff. And I would never wish anyone out of a job. You know, whether it be game design, uh, programming, art, anything. I mean, that's... That's what I want to do. I'd love to be mm-hmm. like a game designer. Even if you know I was making a crappy game, I'd still want to succeed in releasing it. Right. So nothing against Peter Molyneux. Still, I, I got mad respect for the guy. But it's just sometimes you gotta you gotta face you gotta the facts. You gotta know your limits. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Peter Molyneux. Uh, he's his goddess project is struggling. Um, the PS4 outsells the Xbox One in the months of November and December. Very nice. What do y'all feel about that? 
I'm not surprised in the slightest. Yeah, not surprised with, at all. With the way, with the uh, notoriety that the Xbox One has gotten, and I mean, with the past, I mean, really and truly, I mean, you get everything you want on on the Xbox One for the, play, the PlayStation Four, uh, with the exception of the Master Chief Collection, which is, in my opinion, well, I got some other games that are exclusive that I would really like an Xbox One for, but not, it's still not enough for me to go buy a whole nother well, console. Well, I mean, I don't a killer know. Killer Instinct. No, 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 no. Maybe when the Xbox One comes out, it comes down a little bit. I may go get it just for the Master Chief Collection because yeah. I really like the Halos. Yeah, that's I never too. had an Xbox with Halo. Uh, I don't mm. know why. Uh, what, what if I told you? That the Halo 3 servers on Xbox 360 were still up. In a world. I still have. I, I do have. Uh, no, you know those memes. What if I told you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Morpheus. I do have the Halo 3 multiplayer disc that came with <laughs> ODST. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, well. Like, I never really played through the Halos. I, I mean, I like them because I played them with friends, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, I never I don't really think numbers mean them. anything right. for outselling anything. Right. It's, it's all just, I mean, Xbox One might sell more in February. I, I mean, mm. it, who cares? It's. It's. Video games. It's right. That's what we like to do. <laughs> How's the Wii U doing? Wii U, poor Wii U. <laughs> I love I the guess. Wii. You know what's you know what's sad though? Out of the PS4 and the Xbox One and the Wii U, I play the Wii U the most. I feel because like when I'm not playing with you guys, I'm playing the Wii U. Yeah. Whether like it be Smash Bros, like Mario Kart. I want to play Captain Toad. I really want to play Captain Toad. I know y'all like Captain Toad. Really? Hi guys. <laughs> Hi. But no, I really want to play. Captain Toad because what you saw audio spike on there? <laughs> no, yeah, but, yeah, but uh, I just I was laughing at a picture I saw where Captain Toad is going into a castle and Mario's there. He's like, "Your treasure's in another castle, Toad. How does it feel?" That <laughs> yeah, is pretty funny. But like, see, we played Super Mario 3D World on the Wii. U. Remember? We that was that? so yeah, much fun. That's a lot of fun. I mean, if you're trying, really had fun playing. If you're trying too. to get serious and get like all like com- completionist style, 100 percent. It's not gonna happen with four It's four-player chaos. Yeah, but it's really fun. It's, it's exciting. Like, it's, a, it's, it's an adrenaline rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, episode, that level with the freaking thing that you ride on the, 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 oh, the dragon. Yeah. Everybody late left. Yeah, we, we all just died. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in that game, there's these little mini games where you could play as Captain Toad, and he can't jump because he has the heavy backpack. So you're just walking. It's like these little tiny 3D dioramas almost, where you can you have to go collect all these stars. It's like you can shift the the level and turn it and see where you need to go. It's like uh, really puzzling, yeah, 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 yeah. really like it. The way it's designed is really cool, and they have a whole game. It's just that, and that's what Captain Toad is. Gotcha. So, yeah, Wii U. I've been playing that a lot. Uh, yeah, here's something you might like, Jacob. Is that the EA CFO is teasing that Titanfall 2 will mm. be multi-platform. Because <gasps> I know you really liked it, and at that time, I was mm-hmm. like, uh, you know what, I'm actually done with Xbox Live. I'm not paying for any right, more subscriptions. Right. Sorry, I can't play with you. And then you you said it was actually a really fun game. It's a good game. It, for the 360, you could definitely tell it's definitely next-gen. Um, the texture and a lot of the uh, the way the game was designed, you can definitely look at it and see that with it, with it, with it being ported on the 360, it was definitely... It was meant for better hardware. Yeah, the yeah. resolution was dumbed way down. So I can see where that game would be beautiful. Now, as far as the gameplay is concerned, it was really fun, and it was actually really balanced. You think you, you play a game where you play as a giant, you get to earn a giant, giant mech, mech yeah. and go play, have, you know, cause chaos. It actually is relatively very balanced. Uh, I really wanted to play I never played it. So, I really wanted to play it. This so is, maybe this, when Time Falls 2 comes this out... This pleases me. <laughs> this pleases me. This <laughs> <laughs> pleases me greatly. Okay, so... Um, and then last night, actually, this just happened. There was a little a leak in, oh, yeah, in yeah, parentheses, yeah, this. Yes. a leak that there was um, Rayman and Smash. Hmm. And turns mm-hmm. out, I figured out this morning it was all fake anyway. Um. But it, the guy who did it made it seem really legit. Yeah. And if Rayman wasn't Smash, I'd be okay with that. Would you be okay with that, Steve? 
I don't really have a problem with it. I don't have a preference, really. I probably wouldn't play as them as much. Eh, not me. me I mean, I, I try to play as everyone, give everybody some love, but... Yeah. You know, me, I always stick with the main people I play. Right. Um, that's really all I have for news, guys. I mean, that was kind of a lot. Oh, that's good. Um, let's see what else. Um, I've got a few things still. You, um, you have more news? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah. Things, so yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll try I'll to... Try to, I'll try to uh, where are we at time-wise, Steve? Uh, 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, well, now we're up to 35 minutes. Okay. Oh, it don't matter. Oh, we're, we're good. Okay. We're good. All right. Well, um, obviously everybody knows uh, if you play any kind of console or platform that Evolve dropped this week. Oh, yeah. Um, How's that I, doing? I, I don't know. I've been I've been reading the reviews. Um, let's see. I Meta- saw reviews, and, and everyone's giving it a good score. Like right. Really good score. Metacritic gives it a 4 out of 5. GameSpot gives it an 8 out of 10. IGN gives it a 9. Um, uh, uh, let's see. Now, uh, uh, this is one thing I like to look at. Now, you can debate what the rating scores and what's good and what, how, what site to use and blah, 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 blah. But I was looking at Metacritic, and Metacritic does this thing where it has the critics' reviews and it has so many how, who, how many people reviewed it mm-hmm. and gave and it, it a, a real positive. People, huh? Right, and it's got a user reviews, which is the real people. Now, mm-hmm. uh, this is, I'm going to throw some numbers at you. This is, now, this is not to say anything about Evolve. This is just the, what I read. But for user reviews, out of 126, there was 51 positive. 14 mixed and 61 were neg- or oh, 61 wow. were negative. Really? Um, and it's kind of the same thing I touched base on. It's a lot of it's got really nothing to do with which is what a lot of people think is the issue with the DLC with with hunters being 750 uh, and, oh, and yeah, then yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. monsters like 50. And these things are already available, right? Correct. So yeah. that's uh, they now, like see, that. but the, they didn't put them on the game. That irritates me. Right, right. Now they they've stated that that you know, you don't have to have the monsters and and the hunters to be viable. It's not something that if you don't buy these these DLC, but still, packs, it's content you're missing out on. Exactly, which is BS. And, and like I think I think a lot of people did all the totals with all the pre-orders and all the DLC. It's like if you buy everything when it's all it's like two hundred thirty thirty dollars worth of like. Oh my stuff. god! It makes sense to put them on. It makes sense to have that DLC later because. It's stuff that they're like, okay, let's add stuff to make this game fresh. Right. We want to make this game play, continue to make this game playable when people right. get bored of it. So that's what Destiny was shooting for. When, when you make DLC on game one, I mean day one of launch, you essentially give everybody an incomplete game, and the only way they could complete it is if they paid more money. Yep. Like you've already went through the labor and the issues and all that, yeah. the labor, the time, like, and all that stuff to make the DLC, and then you're just gonna say, oh, by the way. Uh, if you want your game to be complete, you have to pay $200. That reminds me of, there's one case that really pissed me off with DLC, and that was Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Like on, I think you've told me on this before. the game, yeah, 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 you yeah. can see all the characters you can't, can't choose. Can't touch them. They're on the disc. Yep. Like the, all the data is there. All you gotta do is go pay to unlock them. Yep. It's not even a download. You just pay, and it just goes. Snaps it free. And That's you're good. Dumb. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. So, well, see, here's, here's, this is my thing, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll move on to the next one after this so we don't we don't hang up on DLC, because that could be a whole yeah. main topic episode. <laughs> we're going to do that. the problem with I see with de- with developers is that, and it, and I go back to WoW a lot. You're going to find out if you, you guys tune in with us. I go back to WoW a lot. That's that, that WoW consumed the the 2004 to, to 2009. You, were, and you, you, got, you got dragged in the dark that's portal, right, man. Yeah, that's why I got dragged. That's exactly right. You got dragged I was not prepared. You were not prepared. Um, but, um... See, WoW's formula, and even to, to, to date, 
$15 a month is viable to play that. It powers the servers, and people pay that. But see, here's the thing. All these games come out, and they want to charge the same subscription fee. Just because it works for that one game, that same formula may not work. This is, I'm going back to the DLC. DLC is the same thing. Just because everyone's charging and seeing that, okay, well, we can make money off this DLC, and we, like you said, Steve, we can expand the life of the game, which was Destiny's plan. We were like, we want a 10-year plan, and we're going to release content to you over time, blah, 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 blah. Just because it works for one developer doesn't mean it works you for everybody. You can't use a recipe to make chocolate chip cookies if the recipe is for oatmeal. Ooh. Boom. Speaking, that, speaking of pizza. WoW. Speaking of WoW. Oh, yeah. Speaking of WoW. Yeah, WoW's next patch. Apologize for the paper rustle. <laughs> WoW's next patch is in PTR right now, 6.1. If you're a WoW, uh, WoWhead fan, you'll know all this. Of course, the selfie cam. <laughs> it's a little oh, okay. yeah, whatever. Okay. There's a new racing mini game that comes to the Dark Portal or the Dark Fair, the Dark excuse me, the Dark Moon Fair. Excuse uh, me. Um, so it, mm. people have been complaining about that for years. Why don't they put a racing game in there? They had the um, what was that little place in the Shimmering Flats? It was it's flooded now. Yeah, yeah, I know it's, it's on the, the raceway. Uh, yeah, the rocket race. Yeah, everybody yeah. wanted to do that. They've got one now in, in development. Um, Belfs. Blood Elves, more commonly known, are actually getting their makeover in this oh, one. Now, finally. and they said this, and I don't know if this means Worgen and Goblins is what we're waiting on as well, but it says, also said, I'll quote, some character models received additional tweak and adjustments. So I don't know mm. if they're not going to really touch up the Worgen as much. They don't they need really it. Don't have to. Exactly. Mm. Maybe the facial structure, they'll make them smile more, whatever. And then lastly, this is the cool, the cool thing, if you're a PvPer, um, Dwarves Racial uh, Stone Form, which is basically, it's, it's a trinket in, it's a in, cheat. in essence. It's a cheat, man. That allows you to <laughs> be invulnerable and you lose all all bleeds all poisons all everything any like any, pretty much every status any effect. debuff on you yeah. is gone it was one of the only forms of trinkets that you could lose bleeding and so now it shares a 30 second cooldown with the rest of the pvp trinkets About so time. dwarves you can suck it no, <laughs> <laughs> i've actually played on the ptr uh and tried all that stuff out and uh i didn't really get to see anything in depth as far as what you discussed but i did get to take a look at the uh heirloom Tab. Oh yeah, they that got new necklaces. Very, very convenient. Yeah. The whole thing is awesome. I mean, the days of going like the days of making a new character and going through all your characters like crap, I can't find my heirloom gear. Where's it at? You know, you could just pull that thing up and use it on any character at any time. Once you buy it, it's yours. See, I've never played Warcraft enough to even have heirloom gear, so whatevs. <laughs> you guys are nerds. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, uh, got any more news, Jacob? Yeah, I've got some, but we'll say that for another day. Okay, cool. Well, um, I guess we can talk about some release dates, and then we'll move on to the next segment. For sure. Um, Resident Evil Revelations 2. Yes. Episode 1. Yeah. I didn't know this game was going to be an episode. It's episode. It's episodic. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about that, but that comes out on the 17th. I want to play it because Barry's in it. We were talking about Barry earlier. Well. And it just looks fun. It looks different. Sherry. Barry. Sherry? Sherry. Um... It's Barry Birkin, right? Barry, Barry, what's his last name? No, no, Bur- it's Barry, Barry Burton. Burton. So Sherry, I think Sherry's his daughter. No, Sherry is uh, from Resident Evil 2, that's the other well, girl. Who? His daughter's some new character they just made up. That's Sherry Birkin. Yeah. Oh, that's who I'm thinking that's of. Well, anyways, okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 you're right, you're right. But no, this is supposed to be his, it's supposed to be Claire and... It's Claire and his daughter, his, yeah. And Barry's daughter. And, and right. this is a new character. Her, that, his right. daughter's a brand new character. And that looks really cool. And Claire's coming back, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, here's a new game. I'm I'm more pumped about this game. Uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. Hey. I know you're probably like, ah, Kirby. It's kind of claymation. It, it looks like claymation, but that clay right. looks so real. Oh, yeah, It dude. looks like... I love me It looks Kirby, like you man. can reach out and touch, touch the clay. Touch <laughs> the clay. You can reach out and touch <laughs> And then The Order 1886 for yes. PlayStation 4, exclusive, right, mm-hmm. is on the 20th. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... Not next that Tuesday, looks, but the next. That looks really fun, too. Yes, it does. 
Um, okay, cool. Well, let's move on to our main topic today, guys, which is the couples in gaming. Since it's Valentine's Day weekend, uh, everyone, hope you had a happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy did Valentine's you guys have a happy Day. Valentine's Day? I know Steve did because he's playing with George's mask all week. <laughs> I, I actually, it would have been better if my wife would have been there. I miss you. I miss you, Julie. I miss you so much. Jacob, you had a good Valentine's Day? Yeah, me and Lou didn't get each other anything, but we were kind of like, Jay, do you want something? No, do you want something? Okay. And that's kind of how our relationship I, works. I, 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 I say I miss her. She went to Homa for the weekend. We didn't, like, get a divorce or anything. Yeah, yeah. Throw that out there. Oh. She's at Homa for oh. the weekend. Homa is Stephen's hometown. So. But we had a good, we had a, we had a rock band session last night, too, so that was good. Yeah, that was fun. And I, I got, I got Haley some, some, some Bud Light Blantinum. Bud Light Blantinum. I got Julie, Cards Against Humanity, and we played that last night without her. Nothing. Like, hey, I got you this Valentine's Day present, but we're gonna play. You're gonna play you. without you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. So, when you guys think of gaming couples, we all made up our own list. We haven't shared anything. That's how we're gonna do things mainly on this show. Is um, we're not gonna reveal anything, so we can have the most unique uh, reactions. So, when you think of gaming couple, this could be a bad couple, a mm-hmm. good couple, mm-hmm. just someone that you might think would someone make a good couple. BA. Yeah, or you know, whatever. So, Steve, you wanna go first with your couples? Yeah, I'll go first. Um. I mean, they're not in any particular order, but uh, I guess probably my favorite couple would be Zelda and Link from Skyward Sword. Now, specifically, specifically Skyward Sword, because that's where they actually take like some kind of a love interest between each other. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Steve, Steve's got a little um, sinus stuff going on right now, yeah, or allergies. Uh, excuse allergies. Me. Yeah, wonderful. Anyway, um, I picked them as. They would definitely be my favorite couple, just because I mean it, they actually show a love, uh, a known love interest that they haven't shown in the previous installments. Right. This is the one. This is the one y'all were telling me. This is the one you you know for sure that 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 Link. Is yeah. The well, this is the one where like they actually grew up together and stuff. Okay. Okay. And like, like, it's not like a message in the middle of the night where he's got to go save her right. from the castle because yeah, yeah, Ganon's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not like Ocarina of Time where they like kind of hint at it, but mm. like you don't know. Right. This one is like definite love like interest because the idea is is that she gets in trouble. She knows that she's got to awaken awaken the hero inside of him, so she goes and she gets in trouble. She she's somehow like the chosen one. I mean, they're they're always the chosen one. And here's what I want to. We talk don't want about. to get too in depth because of spoilers. Yeah. Well. Real quick, what I want to say is because I've been seeing a lot of couple stuff like on the internet. Like as I came here today, I saw mm-hmm. uh, WatchMojo.com. They do a lot of top tens on, on YouTube. Oh, okay. Uh, they, they are really good. They do. They do have some good ones. But their number one was Link and Zelda, and I disagree with that because in every game they're not always a couple. It just seems like in some games they are, some games they're it's not. Like Princess, they were not. Definitely all. not. Like look at the Hyrule Warriors. Um, I know that one really doesn't count because it's kind of like a universal Zelda game, like all the universes are connected. But like he's just the captain of the Night's Guard, and right. she's just the princess. Or like in Ocarina of Time, she sends him back to live out his childhood when he clearly could just stayed there and and lived with her. But it wasn't love, so he, she sent him back. Mm-hmm. So definitely Skyward Sword. So is, he, stays is, in the, he stays in the friend zone a lot. Yeah, he does. So, but it's, oh, a lot of people don't understand that. Well, <laughs> Zelda, that's the boy with the hat, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean... uh like, she says it in the game herself. She says, like, I know that I, this was too much of you, too much to ask of you to be the hero, but um, I knew that if I went and got in danger, you would do anything to save me. Right. Anything that they were in right, love. Right, right, right. They never, they never actually came out and said they were in love, but you could tell he liked her, she liked yeah, him. Yeah, and a reference to Hyrule Historia, that book, like the, the yeah, legit Legend yeah, of yeah. Zelda history, history book, yeah. uh, it just says that the spirits of Ganon 
Link and Zelda are always bound together throughout generations. Gotcha. It's just, they will always be a Link, Zelda, and Ganon, pretty much. Um, Steve, what else you got? You got any other couples? My number two is a, uh, is a really good one from a, a Rockstar game. It's uh, John Marston and Abigail Marston. Mm. Oh, really? That's a good one. I forgot about that. That's a good one. Yeah, because John Marston is like the cool one of he the coolest is, protagonists. He is very ever. cool. Outlaw I mean, turned good. Oh, That's man, right. I'm telling you. And then like he comes home, when he comes home to Abigail, Abigail's all mad. But uh, And then they, they kind of argue a lot. But I mean, like really and truly... You know, they really are a good couple. They do love each other a lot. I mean, especially at the well, end, not just, revealing any spoilers. I mean, we could talk about spoilers. Spoiler alert. Just saying, spoiler alert, because I want to talk about it. <laughs> if you haven't played Red Dead Redemption, don't listen to this part. Skip the sport. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, look, John Marston and Abigail Marston, I don't know what her, but she used to pretty much be like, you know. Saloon girl? Not a saloon. There was a gang that John ran with, and in the game, Red Dead Redemption, you are hunting down his old gang, mm. and that, right, right. she rode with that gang, and she was ah. like the pass-around girl. Ew. But, you know, he loved her, he ran off with her, had kids, had a ranch, you know, he's good, and that's whenever all this comes about, the government comes and wants him to go hunt down his old gang. Right. And I won't say anything about the ending, because that is a really good game. Yes, if you haven't is. played that game, go play that game, that's like best of last generation for sure oh yeah I mean a lot of the technology from that game was moved into GTA 5 yeah yeah animals and stuff like Mm -hmm. that for real yeah and so he settles down with her and you know it's it's apparent that they're truly in love it's really cool Mm mhm Steve, what else you got? Uh, I'm not gonna get in depth with my last my last few, but I'm basically just gonna spit them out. Uh, there's Star Killer, Juno Eclipse from uh, from Star Wars, Star Wars, Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. That one's ah, okay. Dante and Beatrice from Dante's Inferno. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. And then there's Cafe and Andrew from uh, Majora's Mask. Of mm. course, of course, yeah, that is. Yeah, Dante's Inferno. That's one of the ones where you learn more about yourself. The protagonist is Dante. It's totally different than the poems and stuff like that, or the, yeah, the actual poem done. His yeah, and you get to go through the circles of hell. It's really, ah. it's a God of War. Like it's like the rip-off version of God of War, okay, but it's, gotcha. it's, it's bearable. Yeah, yeah, but basically, it's a Christian version of God of War, essentially. But basically, no, I think not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> really, you don't find? I find it. Dude, there's, there's like cussing you. and nudity. Well, I mean, you go through. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's I mean the that's, Christian that's, mythology, not literally Christian. Mm, it's Christian uh, mythology because you're going through heck, going through to fight Satan. St. Michael, the archangel, comes to help you. That's Christian mythology. Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot of it. Theology. It depends. Theology. That's a whole other debate. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. going to take forever to talk about. Maybe one day we'll talk it's about the same that. Thing, but, uh, um, whatever. Anyway, I picked those three because uh, all three of the guys, it's, uh, they, would do stuff, they would do whatever it took for their girl. Yeah, for, um, for real. That's a, that's a you good know. pick, Steve. I mean, really good they picks. all were pretty similar with the exception of Cafe. Cafe uh, was turned into a child by Skull Kid and Ghost Mask. But uh, he would do anything to get back with her. I mean, he lets the moon fall. And you do. You, you, you help. Yeah, you help. you help them get back together. He lets the moon fall. One of the many quests them. you can do in the three days. Gotcha. Yeah. So, essentially... Cool. That's my. That's my. Jacob, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I'm gonna try to go fast. I can because I've got a top. I got a top ten, a top nine. Okay, go so ahead. So I'm not gonna go into detail if you, yeah, with if you, them. If you I've go got them in, summarized. Yeah, if you right want to go into detail the ones you want to, if yes, you spin yes, up, go yes, ahead. yes, yes. I've got the, the couple that I want to go into. All right, so the first one, number nine. I switched these around thinking about them. Which, um, they're not. I mean, they are a couple, but it's because of the the outcome of the game is what I put them in here for. Nico Bellic and Katie McCreary. <laughs> Because they, he's, I mean, I, I Nico's got multiple well, girlfriends can, I, in the game. That works. That's like that's a good one because I remember in the ending. Right. I mean, we can we can spoil this one because that's it, a really old game. Yes, yeah. GTA. Yeah. Um, um, if you choose Kate, 
then Roman gets killed at his wedding. But if you choose the Roman approach, then Kate gets killed. So yeah. her is, you know, so that's that's one I put on. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one. These next two I'm not going to spend a lot of time on. I thought they were more funny than anything. <laughs> Diddy and Dixie Kong. Oh, okay. I had that one. Okay. okay. Now, hang on. They're both Kongs, right? They're yeah. both kids. Do they get married? Because if they didn't get married, they both share the same last name and either two things. It's just coincidence they're both Kongs no, or they're brother well, and sister. Because I think of the Kong. All right, because Kong, the, the Donkey Kong, Donkey guy, the Donkey Kong family tree, the family tree of the Donkey Kong. I think I don't think of him as a family. I think of him as a clan. Okay, that's how I think of because okay, okay. Diddy is Donkey's. Well, like, I think I don't quote me on none of this. I think Diddy is Donkey's nephew. Oh, and um, Dixie, they so. never say where Dixie was from. Okay. But like he plays Kitty Kong and Dixie Kong. Kitty Kong, I think, is Funky Kong's son or something. Uh, dang, you, it, got, a, you yeah. got a family tree chart. Dude, no, here, I looked dude. it up one time. I was because re- I remember <laughs> There's thinking, so many of them. You gotta find there's out. There's so many Kongs. There's like Cranky Kong, Wrinkly yeah, Kong, yeah. Donkey Kong, is really Candy is Kong. Is really a Wrinkly Kong? Yeah, there is a Wrinkly Kong. Wrinkly <laughs> Kong is, is Cranky Kong's. <laughs> Uh, for real, man, there's... there's oh, Wrinkly Kong! There's probably one guy out there that's like, Yeah, I've actually done all the research myself. Uh, <laughs> Dixie Kong is not related to Diddy Kong at all. <laughs> so, but I had that on here. I scratched it out just because they don't really... No, say they, if they they're a really, girlfriend. Right, or, but that's, I just, I just more comical purposes because I thought about that. But and I was like, <laughs> maybe, wouldn't they be brother and sister? Because that, that, they're both no, calm? they're not brother and okay. sister. They're not cousins. They're just okay. They're, they're just, just there. The crew. Okay. Earthworm Jim and Princess What's Her Name. <laughs> now here's the thing: you <laughs> never see name. Princess What's Her Name until, until the very end. Remember that cow you launched at the beginning? the very first level, you launch a cow off a catapult right. with a refrigerator <laughs> on the junkyard planet. <laughs> that's exactly right. And you finally save her, and then the and then at the very end, I love that game. No, 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 this is what I want to talk about. More so than the couples, I want to talk about that scene at the very end. Because looking at it as a kid, you're like, ha ha, funny humor, blah, blah, blah. Looking at it now, it's like, that's a really dark. Because not only the cow lands on her and stays there on her because her yeah. eyes blink throughout yeah. the whole credit. So this yeah. cow's squishing her. She gets murked, bro. And then it collapses and falls into the lava. Dude. And so she, so she, the last couple of minutes of her life, she finally gets saved, you know funny crushed though? by a cow, and then she gets burnt to death in lava. And then Earthworm Jim comes and takes the crown. Yeah, you know what's funny? <laughs> it's like he walks off all sad, too. Yeah. And he just, he's just like, oh man. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> so, I've never played this. Yeah, it's very Dude, dark. Dude, we gotta play We're putting together a list you're gonna play. <laughs> okay, and this is the, I'll, I'll go real quick on these, because these I want to touch base on. I'll tell you what, I, no, my number, I'll skip around a little bit. My number four is Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine. They're 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 kind of a, there's there's that relationship. They're partners. You know? They're not really. They never mention anything. I know they don't, being. but it, it kind of. But it's they canon. they still would do anything for each other. And if they got together, it'd be a, a really awesome baby. It probably would be. Yeah. It would have That'd muscular be, arms oh and it'd be very fast. Are we talking about Super Buff Chris from Resident Evil Five, <laughs> Super Buff where he Chris. punches the boulder yes. in, the, in the volcano? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and then going on, this is this one's very sad. Um, Jim Raynor and Sarah Kerrigan. Now, if you don't know, this is the Starcraft, Starcraft. universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quickly, just so you know everything, Sarah Kerrigan is a ghost. She gets captured by the Zerg, becomes the Queen of Blades, becomes the, the, the one that rules, the our, our leads, rules, controls, if you will, the Zerg, okay? At the very the end... The Zerg's a bad guy, right? right the Zerg's okay. a bad guy. At the very end of two, we skip around, Jim comes in, and, and finally, they find this, this ancient relic that can transform Sarah back to her original form. And so Jim goes in, they save her, they fight all these Zergs, they kill all the Zergs with this relic, they save her, they turn her back into a normal, and there's this other guy, this Jim's little right-hand man, has to kill Sarah under contract from the guy that's the puppeteering them, basically, in the background. Mm-hmm. Jim kills him, walks off of Sarah, end of the number two. At the, in, the, in the expansion number two, 
Sarah That's kinda, the newest one, right? The, yeah, the okay. Heart of the Swarm. Um, Sarah goes back, and uh, she finally kind of falls back into the Zerg. She becomes the Queen of Blades again nice. and tries to convince Jim, you need to come join me. And Jim's like, no, we gotta, I gotta, I'm a Terran. i got to stay human, blah, 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 blah. And so they kind of go their separate ways. And she finally kills, with Jim's help at the end, the main bad guy. And, and But she has to choose that I have to... She's got, basically, long story short, she uh, as controlling the Zerg. She has to go fight another guy that controls the Zerg. But she has to remain as uh, yeah, the Queen of Blades. So she has to choose to do this over her love. Mm. And she even mentions at the very end credits, I had to choose my humanity, my, my lover, over. So it's kind of sad because yeah, of the, the situation they were put into. It's pretty screwed up, man. Yeah, pretty, it is. Pretty dork. And to a happier note, same same developer Blizzard. Uh, uh, Tyrion? How do you say it? I always got her name wrong. Whisperwind. Taran. Taran. Taran, Whisperwind, and Malfurion Stormrage. I thought for sure you were going to do Arthas and Nope, Jaina. nope. I oh, went with sure. them too because Nerd! this is this, <laughs> this is World of Warcraft. Uh, they are like the Night Elf royalty. They grew up together. They were lovers together. But the cool thing is, not part of Illidan the reason he became Illidan the Betrayer because he kind of was after the demons and chasing them, and that's how he got tainted and eventually caught up in it. But Illidan actually was jealous of Malfurion because he wanted Tyrion. Oh. And Tyrion chose Malfurion because they were brothers. Malfurion, oh. Stormrage, and Illidan, Stormrage were brothers. That's, and that's he chose him. feels about Illidan. Illidan's awesome. Illidan is awesome. It sounds like Illidan wasn't prepared. He wasn't prepared. <laughs> he really is a really under underused yeah, and underappreciated yeah. bad guy in that expansion. But um, anyways, they're kind of they're kind of wow royalty uh, that doesn't get played on very much. And oh. Ill- go, go ahead. ahead. No, no go ahead. See, uh, the problem with Illidan is they rushed into him. They did. They rushed it, and they did. They made the raid difficulty too hard, Just and all didn't. Right. No, that's no. I thought he was cool though, because sword. Oh, dude, he was he was awesome. The, the, the blades, the dual blades, the war blades. I had a war blade. It was on private server, but I had one. Those things were so awesome. We killed Illidan with four people. Four. It took us an hour and thirty minutes to kill that guy. Where Brandon was the only rogue in there, the only one who could use the war glaive, and it was like, yes. It was it. I, it was me, a rogue, my brother Brad. He was a warrior. He had um like the pretty much cheat. Gear. He had right. cheat gear. If you donated to the server, you right, got right. cheat gear pretty right, much. Right. And it was still really difficult. And then um we had uh, a druid and a shaman. That's it. And we beat him. That's, but I'm talking about the one that we did. That's legit. The one we did it was a pug raid, and this mage like. Took, like like put on master loot at the end. Took the war glaive, the missing war glaive Brandon needed, <sighs> and left. Couldn't even equip it. They can't equip yeah. it. That guy's a douche. I hope he uh, lives a great life. Well, I guess they can. <laughs> there can, can mages use daggers? Mm, no, it was no. the uh, it was it the, was the war glaive. glaive. It was it wasn't the glaive. Anyway, war glaive is a dagger though. No, it's a sword. Two swords. Okay. Anyway, Next sorry. Topic. Next topic. Sorry, we're getting off the top. We're getting debate, off the top. debate. Um, debate. The I'll, I'll, I've got first place. I've got Mario and Princess Peach just because it's obvious. That's, that's what I'm, I'm putting just obvious, for, for classic, classic obvious reasons. It's, it's classic, classic, classic. It's classic. But number three, number three, and the last one, and I'll shut up. Uh, but is is <laughs> I just want my turn. It's Master Chief and Cortana. Uh, uh, that one was on that Watch Mojo list too. Oh, like, was it? Yeah. It's really good because they they're you know it's just a weird relationship, but they. They, it's another one of, of those partner deals. Partner deals, like they Claire develop it. And, right, not but Claire, uh, Jill. It kind of, you, you, yeah, right. Through through one, two, and three, you kind of like, you know, and even especially in three, you're like, you know, just, just the chief, you don't really have much feelings. Does Katana as an AI really like the chief and blah, blah, blah. They kind of flirt with each other, you know, yeah. they're talking. When the end of four, if you've played four, if you know. I got like to the first chapter. And okay, well, I'm on a spoiler go, alert. Go ahead, go uh, ahead. Cortana. 
Ramona is running all her lifespan as a, as an AI so, construct, and so she gets murked. She gets murked, but she does it by kind of kind of sacrificing herself in a way to protect the chief from the forerunners and defeats this big chunk of forerunners. Yeah. But when she does it, it's real romantic because she becomes hard light for that one period of time, and she can touch. She can reach out oh. and touch. Uh, she can chief. reach out and touch. Like she she could, she could, but she really oh. could reach out and touch the chief. I'm gonna once. name this episode Touch. So she could she reach could reach out and touch. <laughs> the touch. But that was, it's real sweet. Cool. Anyways. Cool. Well, man, you, you said some of mine, but I'll just, I'll go through mine. Ooh. Mine are really, you know, you guys know I'm big into Final Fantasy, so I got a lot of Final Fantasy. No one said Final Fantasy. I didn't put Fantasy any yet. Final Fantasy ones. You, you knew I was gonna do it. <laughs> so I was thinking of you guys whenever I made my list. I'm gonna start off a little. This one is pretty intense, and it, it gets kind of deep. It gets kind of dork when it's not supposed <laughs> to be dork. Okay. Conquer the squirrel and bury the squirrel from Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Okay, Conquer. He um. Yeah, I mean, they're they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. You know, they're just on. They're He's just like dating. Barry, a boy. Like no, no, Barry. B e r r i. Barry. So. Um, she's a really hot squirrel, and he's just a regular, like, cartoony squirrel. And, uh, you know, he goes to a bar one night. The story of Conquer, you know, he, he, gets to, he goes to the bar, and he has this huge adventure. He has a bad fur day. Well, it's called Conquer's Bad Fur Day. And so um, Barry gets captured, and, you know, she has she had this job as a dancer at a club. You see her there. And then eventually, you know, you and her get to go to this bank, like, straight-up Matrix parody where, you know, there's bullet time. You're jumping around, shooting nice. everything. It's really cool. But at the very end, she gets killed. She gets murked. But at the very end of the game, the game freezes. It locks. And, um... See, now it's locked in place. <laughs> but the game is is frozen. And at first, you're like, what? Did, did my game freeze? And I remember as, as a kid, it was a really cool experience because I didn't expect it. But Conquer can still move around, but the whole game is locked. Oh, that's Because cool. he knows he's in a game. The Breaking the fourth uh, wall in this yeah, game yeah, is yeah, very yeah, common. Yeah, very Deadpool. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what he does is... He's fighting the last boss, and which is an alien, a xenomorph alien from the movie oh, Alien. Oh, nice, yeah. And uh, he's in the suit, about to throw it out the... Uh, the, the loader, in, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in space. And um, he can get anything he wants. You know, it's just like the Matrix. They freeze it, and he's talking to the developer. He's like, give me a weapon. You know, it's like a big rack of weapons. Oh, nice. Up. And, like, he's he's looking around. He gets, like, a katana. You know, there's, there's all these different weapons. He chooses a katana. But he didn't think... It's 64, sorry. Yeah, right. for the 64. Okay. But during that whole free train, he could have had anything he wanted. But after it resumed, he couldn't get that ever again because the developers gave him whatever he wanted because he has a context sensitive that's his special mm. his special abilities he can have whatever he wants at whatever time he wants as long as he's on a context sensitive pad but he forgets that Barry's dead and he forgets to get the developer to bring her back to life and at the very end he's the king of all the land he owns everything he's super rich he has everything he ever wants at the very end he he doesn't have Barry anymore Oh, and, man, that's and so he dull. just that is dual. And, and at the very end, he's just sitting on the throne. That's like Conan, and at, the barbarian. Yeah, because when it starts off, he's telling you the story, and you play through his storytelling. This, and at the very story. end, he's like, he's like, um, I guess the grass is greener on the other side. And then just it pans out from him on the throne, all sad. Is, is he doing this? No, he's just sitting there with okay. his glass of milk, kind of like <laughs> clockwork orange. <laughs> and, uh, and at the very end. He goes to the same bar and he's drinking his sorrows away because he's an alcoholic. And that's how the whole adventure started. Started anyway. off just like and a so, loopy. Yeah, he's, he's he goes to the bar. He gets drunk again. He wanders off again, but he goes the opposite direction. Uh, and so everybody was hoping there'd be a sequel. It never was. Dang, that's that's pretty deep for a kind it's, of a comical. It, it, it's it's really deep, yeah. And the music that plays, which I'm totally gonna be playing on the back track while I'm talking right now, nice. is gonna be. Yeah, you probably already hear it. Yeah, you probably have been hearing it. But that song, like. You sit there after the game's done, you're like, did I really just win, or did I lose? You know? Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. That's deep. <laughs> that's deep. So that's one of my couples. That's, I had Zelda and Link. That's really good. 
And I, t- I totally put debate next to it. <laughs> it's um, like PB and J. Yeah, and I put Mario and Peach. Um, classic. I yeah, mean, PB and J. You oh, can't I, have one without the other. I'm I'm captured. Let me bake you a cake. At the end, you, you get the bake cake at Mario sixty four. Right, whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, then I had um, I had a tie for first, and I think I know who I'm going to put it at absolute first. Um, for number two, I'm going to do Titus and Yuna from Final Fantasy X. Yuna is the priest that became Yeah, real she's kind of like a priest like in the deal. Yeah, okay. almost like a nun. Yeah, she can't do anything right. wrong. She's a summoner. Mm-hmm. And she goes to all these like temples and stuff, and she's going to be a summoner to go fight Sin. I won't get too deep into the story because it's a really deep story. Yeah. But uh, Titus comes back from what he thought was the future. It was actually the past. And his hometown has been destroyed, and it's actually a sacred land that no one speaks of pretty much called Xanarkin. Mm-hmm. And after he tells everyone he's from Xanarkin, he's like, yeah, I'm from Xanarkin. I played for the Xanarkin Abes, which is his blitzball team. It's a totally made-up sport. It's awesome. Wish it was real. I'd watch it every day. <laughs> um, I know. When I get Final Fantasy, they I start talking. Chocobo? Do they ride but, Chocobos? I know Chocobos. Mm, well, Chocobos are in it, but not not for Blitzball. Okay, for Blitzball. I'll show you a video later. Okay. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, but basically, and the reason I, I don't want to put them as number ones because I, I can't really tell you exactly why. But, you know, there's this, there's this huge scene where, you know, they're making out and stuff and, and this, like, water thing. Um, it was really, like, for a Final Fantasy <laughs> game, it was really, like, the first time you saw characters, like, expressing emotion in that manner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it was just the fact that he's... First base. It's, it's kind of like he's the he's the bad boy turning the, the good girl bad. Ah, you know? I gotcha. So, but... Out and it's, uh, yeah, apparently it worked because in the sequel she's wearing booty shorts and she's a pop, pop star. Booty shorts. She couldn't even whistle in the first game, and then she's singing pop music. Uh, uh, whatever. Anyway. That's just the pop sphere. And yeah, whatever. Oh, I that game. That, that game sucked. Oh. Um, <laughs> I like the game. I just didn't like the sphere system. I yeah, I thought it was okay. And then my number one, I'm gonna go with Zach and Eris from Final Fantasy VII. Ooh. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Now, now Eris is the it, it, one that dies. Y'all say. Eris, some hardcore. That's the one, the red, the red. Eris, Eris, Eris. Everyone says it. She's at the where the, the red, red shirt. Yeah, she's gown-ish. the flower girl. Okay. She's the last oh, of okay. a. She's the, what you want. I'm just picking. Yeah, she's like the last of an ancient race, pretty much. I apologize, the, anyone out there. I'm trying original to inhabitant of the planet, and gotcha. um, she's summoning. Um, the only thing that's going to stop Sephiroth, the main villain, from right. killing the whole planet. Have you ever um, played the Crisis Core? I have not, but I I've read the whole storyline. I know that is. I can't find that game the anywhere. That's the best PSP game. Dude. I know that is the best PSP game. Okay, by but far. Anyway, so yeah, Zach, uh, Zach and Zach met Aerith. I'm gonna say Aerith because it makes more sense and it's less hard to pronounce. And then people um, will get angry. Zach met her <laughs> by falling through the church roof and stuff. And Does Zach ba- have the, the gun? No, no. Zach had. He's got. He's the not the original wielder, but he had the Buster Sword before Cloud had it. And that's okay. how Cloud got it. Okay. Because basically, you. you go through this huge adventure, and throughout the adventure of the game of Crisis Core, you know he wants. He's writing Aerith all these letters and stuff, and he wants to go back and meet her and you know be with her. Mm-hmm. And he's at the very end of the game. He's taking Cloud. Cloud's sick with this poisoning because he wasn't, you know, a, a genetic, genetically engineered soldier like. Zach was, but they did experiments on him anyway, and he's taking him, he says, come on Cloud, you know, we're gonna go, we're gonna be mercenaries together, you know, you're my living legacy, let's go, and spoiler alert, spoiler alert Zach gets killed, like, murked by hundreds, like thousands of soldiers shoot him, because it takes that many to take him down, that's the most like, at the very last ever. scene of the game, you just fight until you die, because that's oh, wow. how epic, it's really epic, and, and while and, you're fighting, uh, they have this thing, god, I don't even remember it's what it's the, the, the little roulette thing, it's the memory system, basically, I forget what it's called, but it's like the, he goes through it's all like of his memories. Uh, and you, you live through all the memories of the whole game right before you die. Life flash and the, la- the last one you land on is Aerith. Aerith. And, that's all of Aerith. And he wants to go. And at the very end, Cloud 
snaps out of his poisoning and he um he forgets who he was and he takes on Zack's um, persona, persona and yeah. he takes the Buster Sword and he says, I'm your living legacy, I'm gonna oh, go. Oh, snap. But oh, snap. where was he going? And that's, that starts the events of Final Fantasy VII, the original. Right. And where was he going in Midgar? Back to the flower girl, Aerith, in the church. And then that's, and, then, and guess what? Cloud falls to the roof again in the same exact fashion. And then she's, uh, you get Aerith in your party in Final Fantasy VII and you know she's like you're so familiar you know I had a boyfriend that was in soldier first class you know, mm. and it all makes sense and then what's really cool and really cryptic is that you can get a date scene um, at the golden saucer and if you get Aerith she actually mentions like wow you're so familiar you know they, they go this like little like really I'll, yeah. I'll play the music in the background so, by the, way. <laughs> the music matches and like there's just text and it's just her talking she's like why are you so familiar she's like you're not him pretty much and she she knows that Something's, she yeah. knows that Zack's dead pretty much and you can actually go and meet Zack's parents on Final Fantasy 7 and they don't know he's dead That's all I'm there's a very secret cutscene you can go and see how Zack died and who Zack was because you know over the events of the game you get to get Cloud to learn that he isn't Zack and he is Cloud right so it's really epic really deep oh yeah uh, if you if you don't play the game, I know a lot of people don't like turn-based RPGs. At least go read like a synopsis it's of one the story. One of the very first plot twists of ever. And that is my number one. Pretty good couple. Yeah, bro five. So um, before we yeah before we go to our um, we're we're redoing the closing segment. We're not gonna call it personal anymore because we're not gonna um we don't want to reveal too much of our personal lives and we don't want to have to like present something personal every time we come right. out so we're going to call it side quests that was really epic that voice. was actually that really was, good that dude. was me side quests <laughs> good uh, but before we get to side quests um, and I'm going to explain what it is after we come back from this quick commercial break and we're going to do side quests 16-bit arcade graphics Joe Montana free, Pat Riley free, Buster Douglas free, Super Monaco GP free, or Collins Genesis free. Does. What Nintendo Genesis does. <laughs> I remember that commercial. It, it was like a real. That's like back when uh, it was like a battle. Like that was a console war. That that was that a console was, that war. Was console wars. It was. Uh, so you guys, uh, just a little quick. What do you like better, Super Nintendo or Genesis? Go. Uh, me, Super Nintendo. I didn't own Genesis. I only played Genesis at our neighbor's house. Um, that seems to be the case with most people I talk about. Their friend or their neighbor. I knew had so, it. I knew somebody had a Genesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do feel like there were some titles out there that were really good. There, oh, there, was, a, there was a Mech Warrior kind of style game. Battle Dude, there's so many games for Genesis that I wanted to play. Did I feel? If I'm going off of my memory, did I feel like the Genesis had like a little bit better powerful engine? Maybe. Oh, graphics? you're talking about blast processing. Mm. Blast process. That's another uh, fake term they use to talk about like why it's so fast and why it's so much better. Okay. And it was a little bit more powerful, yeah. Than the Super Nintendo. Okay. And then I they, like had, it was. they had add-ons, you know, 32x and uh, Sega CD, yeah, yeah, blah blah blah. Sega CD. Yeah, yeah that, that was a that's a <laughs> that's a butt wipe appliance. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what do you think about uh, Super Nintendo versus Sega? Well, coming Genesis. from somebody who had both growing up. What? Uh, you rich? You rich? You can only have one. <laughs> no. Well, okay. The Super Nintendo was bought for me for Christmas present. The Sega Genesis was given to me by my uncle, I believe. Um, I can't quite remember, sorry. Um, 
But uh, played them both, you know. I mean, really, truly, I liked them both. I can't really tell you which one I thought was better. Really? Yeah. Mm. I liked the Sega Genesis because I felt like... Um, it was faster, cooler to have. It was faster, but I mean, I really liked the Super Nintendo better for the game. Titles. So oh, the titles probably The titles were better for Nintendo, but the Genesis, I feel, was a I better... I like how some titles, better, like some... Facts. Yeah. Prime example, Aladdin for Super Nintendo versus Aladdin for Genesis. Same game... But not the same game. Same title, it was just right. Aladdin. But then on Sega Genesis, it was made by Virgin Games, mm-hmm. and it was a totally different. Who made Cool Spot? Game. They also made Cool Spot as well. All the music done by Tommy Talrico, well. one of my favorite video game composers, if not favorite. Sega Genesis Aladdin was really good. I like that one. The Sega Genesis games, like okay, you look at the side by side example. I'm gonna take Jurassic Park for example. Jurassic Park on the Super Nintendo, it was okay, but Jurassic Park for Sega was probably. T- Top twenty best games I've ever played. Because you can either be Doctor Grant or the Raptor. Or the Raptor. Dude, uh, that was cool. You couldn't be the Raptor in Super. By the way, Doctor Grant sucks mm. balls in that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were, I was always a Raptor. But no. But the thing is, is that the Super Nintendo one was a, was kind of like Zelda, the old Zelda, the two D Zelda. So it was down, down up two D, yeah. where you uh, top down, whatever you want to call it. Where you'd walk around the park oh, and no. do The first stuff. person segments in the Super Nintendo one. Oh, oh man, it's so scary. Those I hated the, that it. Was, that was the, the first time I've ever had an experience. The, the controls game. sucked in it. Oh, I just wasn't I mean, you great. just had to be careful. I mean, you weren't... If you, you weren't there was enough, one uh, Jurassic Park game me and Brent played for Genesis and not Super Nintendo that like it was two-player and you could ride around in a car and stuff. I don't remember what it was. I'm going to find it one day, but me and Brent loved that game. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say mine right now. Super Nintendo all the way. Just for titles. Uh, well, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, man, Super Nintendo's really good. I mean, versus versus uh, Sega Genesis. There's so many games that Super Nintendo had like that were the best of the best, even to this day. Yeah. The best of the best, like Super Metroid, Chrono Trigger. Final Fantasy 3 or 6 in Japan, uh, <laughs> Super Mario RPG, Super Mario World, All-Stars, freaking, like, all those games are, like, the best of the best. Nintendo yeah. is the only console that has survived the test and, of time. And better music in some games, but Genesis did music better in other ways. And I'm going to leave it on this comparison right here, and we're going to save this discussion for another day, is that Super Nintendo is like Coca-Cola. And Sega Genesis is like Pepsi, Pepsi. Cola. <laughs> it's so much cooler to drink Pepsi, isn't it? Because Macaulay Culkin's drinking it in that commercial. Or Beyonce. Or Beyonce. Or someone cool. It's always cooler. However, in the long run, can you really beat classic Coke? Can you really beat a classic? As <laughs> Steve, Steve is, is drinking just, a Coke right now. He just took a swig of his can of Coke. Exactly. But, like, you can't beat it. It's timeless. It's always going to be the best. It's always going to be on top. But anyway. So, yeah. Sega Genesis for Super Nintendo. That's going to be a discussion for another day. That's going to be a main topic one day. But let's move on to our new segment called Side Quests. Which, (laughs) this is going to be the new tune for it. We're going to play it real quick and intro into it. That was the intro, and it's really... Really cool because my friend Daniel made it, and we—he's really good at making music, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna—I'm uh, gonna plug, plug all of them again in the <laughs> end plug, anyway. Plug, 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 plug. But our side quest for today, like <laughs> I said, side quest is gonna be—it doesn't have to be personal. If it wants to be, you know, if you want to talk about a game that we didn't cover, like say we have an episode about Zelda specifically, and you want to talk about Toe Jam and Earl for Sega Genesis, you can do that. I know, totally random. Pull it out, pull it out <laughs> my butt. <Yeah>. Uh, but. <laughs> 
anything, everything under the sun, whether it be personal, gaming related, or if you really want to squeeze in something about, you know, maybe some sports or politics, we're not going to get real big into it. Just a little like, hey, it's really cool to see that happening. Right. Or I just want to, or like maybe uh, um, some kind of um, natural disaster may happen or something if we want to talk about it or whatever, or a current event. Sean Penn gave go go to people in Haiti. <laughs> yeah, from, uh, we played we played Cards Against Humanity last night, and we had some pretty funny uh, outcomes to if that. If you're a kid, don't play that game. Don't play, yeah, 17 or older, please. That's but it. let's get <laughs> let's get fired up for um, w- last week. We talked about our what our Zelda cast would be mm-hmm. uh, actors to yes. play. I'm, well, sorry. I'm, oh, okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I only got one, <laughs> and it's for Ganondorf. I really, I mean, I was thinking about there's so many characters from the Zelda universe. And I don't know which characters would be in the show because there's some characters that are only in the like the 64s, and there's some yeah, that are only yeah, yeah. in the GameCube one or the Wii U Link, one. Link, Zelda, Ganon. So we're, I'm just gonna do Link, Zelda, and Ganon. I only have Ganondorf. Okay. Uh, Ganondorf because Ganon will be a giant CGI pig. Um, <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, actually, you know what, Jacob, you go first. Yeah, let me go first because you're pretty cause excited I'm the, I'm about the, it. I'm the, I'm the, well, I'm the, I'm the least of the the the, the Zelda. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Aficionado? Is that a word? I guess so. No, it's probably not. I, I don't, don't think know. It's I don't person. know how to use that word correctly. Like, yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't know the most about the, about the Zelda game, so but I have a really good one for Link. I think I have a good one. Let's hear it, man. Okay, I'm gonna start. He's, he's last. Ganondorf. I, I put Mark Strong. He I plays. He played. He's. Uh, he played. Um, da, 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 da. He played Sinestro. He was also Lord Blackwood in uh, Sherlock Holmes. He always plays. He's a British, oh, yeah, British yeah, bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got the Ganondorf he's, covered. Don't worry okay, about it. Good, good. <laughs> as far as Zelda's concerned, I put Kristen Stewart. My my wife actually helped me with some of these too. Kristen Stewart. Just because is that is that the that's Twilight Bella. girl? That's Bella. But she oh. always has that blank face, and I feel like Zelda a lot of in times in Twilight Princess she does for yeah. sure. Yeah. She can she can pull this. But then there's also she's a lot older. She's 28 <laughs> years old, but Emily. Van Camp. You don't know who Emily Van Camp is. You know it from this. Well, no, from, from she plays in Revenge. That's where she's really premiering right now. It's, uh, it's a TV show. Luann loves it. But you know her as Agent Thirteen from the new Captain America movie. She's the one that was living next door to Cap. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. She looks pretty good. She's twenty eight. She's a little older, but she can pull off that younger looking yeah. facade. She's mm-hmm. blonde. She's got that serious look to. I don't know. I've always felt like Zelda. Always. She wasn't always giggly and bubbly. I haven't played Absolutely, all of it. Yeah. So she's always kind of been more serious. So. My link, I've got two. Okay. Josh Hutcherson. That is Josh. Do you know who that is, Haley? Who is it? Oh, dang, on the spot. Who he's, is it? He's PETA from The Hunger Games. He's 22, oh, but he yeah, looks yeah. a little the, older. The now, I just went off of blue. See, Steven's already shaking his head. Now, here's what this is. I'm going to give you my reasons first because you're not going to like it. Jack Gleason. I'm not talking about Jackie Gleason uh, from the Honeymooners. Sh- boom, zoom straight to the moon. Not him, because he's dead. Power in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Power in the kitchen. Yes, not him. Jack Gleason is. You know him as Joffrey. Oh. This is a chance to redeem himself from that role. That is a good and, choice. I'm not. He kind of. He's twenty. Now he's twenty-two. He's the same age as as, as Josh Hutcherson. I can see him with little elf ears and stuff. Right. He's got that little boy. Maybe like face. a younger Link if there's a young Link. Right. Yeah. And he he's got that look, and this would save him from forever being cast into that bad guy role, like kind of like like Alan Rickman. Yeah. Kind of no. Kind of <laughs> like the guy who played <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> Bill. Have you noticed that guy? Yes. Always played a cop because he doesn't want to be remembered he, as that guy exactly. who tucks his wiener in and puts women's skin on. <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, uh, Josh Hutchinson. I feel like yeah, uh, he was. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick on you. I mean, they're your picks. I don't, no, no offense. Whenever I do this, you know. Sorry, you're but, the I mean, link. You're the link. Just I don't know. Josh Hutchinson to me, I feel like he's got. Uh, I just, I feel like his role as Peter put him off to be kind of like a wimp. 
a little bit. Yeah. Like, like he, I seen him in some other movies though when he was younger. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, isn't I Link mean, kind of I the mean, underdog? I mean, relied, to an extent, he relied a lot on Katniss. Katniss had to help him a lot. Yeah. You know, Katniss helped pull his weight. The thing about that's Link his is, role, though. Is that, yeah, yeah that's, that's his, that's his role. role. But I mean, like, I can't, I can't look at him. I can't look at him as Link because mm. of that. Okay. You I got gotcha. you. That's fine. And the thing yeah, about Joffrey is, the guy that plays Joffrey is that Joffrey, Joffrey's voice. I mean, assuming Link, if Link actually talks, really don't want him to have that. Voice. He does have very high pitched like mine. I mean, come look at Toon Link. He's got a high pitched voice. He yeah. looks like a kid. He's also the kid in Batman Begins. I don't. I mean, that's <laughs> totally just... subtle reference there. Like, he, he, <laughs> he, that in there. He has him. like one main, like little Batman bitty. Batman'll save us. Yeah, that one. He's like that. <laughs> like the kid on the bus at the very end of the last one. It's Batman. Uh, but anyway, so Steve, okay, who, who did you pick that you think um, would? Play Link. I picked uh, another Hunger Games actor, oh. Liam Hemsworth. I think Liam would make a good. Link. Is that the younger Hemsworth? That's, the younger That's Hemsworth. what I was gonna pick for Link. Too, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's got. I mean, you look at his face. I feel like I see Twilight Princess Link when I look at. Well, him. I was gonna say. Uh, you think he's too gonna, muscular? I think he's perfect. Not, Link's not, got a little bit more. His little brother. No, Thor's I know. Little brother. But he's still got some. I, I was gonna, Link's, I was gonna got pick. Some, Link's got some muscles. Now Link is more nimble, but Link's. It always Link's matters muscular. which iteration you're picking, whether it be Toon Link, mm. Young Link, or a mature Link. Now I did do a Young Link, and he's not an actor, like an established actor. But I picked uh, his name's Caleb Weathers. He did Young. He's does the Young Link appearance and the Skull Kid. Uh, uh, Skull Kid. Yeah, but you think he should thing. be in the Netflix show? I think he would be a Young Link. He would make a fantastic Young Link. He looked just like him. I was blown mm-hmm. away when I seen this kid. I said, if they ever do a Zelda and they need a young Link, this kid needs to be young Link. Mm. That kid, I don't know, I've never seen it. Spot so. on, looked like him. Nice. My Zelda, I kind of, I like the one that I picked to be Zelda. I feel like she's a little older for the role as compared to Liam Hemsworth. But I feel like Kiara Knightley would be able to do that pretty well. Kiara Knightley. She gets the blonde Pirates. Hair. Hello, Poppy. But, but look at look at how she did in Pirates. Okay, you look at Pirates one. She's daunty, the little girl. I think she daughter. could do it, yeah. So I've seen her do do the princess part, and then she's done the action part. So if Zelda needs to be action-y... Yeah, make, what if she had to dress up as Sheik, bro? Hey, there you go. Uh, yeah, Knightley would make a good Sheik. There you yeah, go. I didn't think about Sheik. Purely for looks, uh, because she kind of looks... Because I feel like she would look like her Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning I thought about Dakota Fanning. Like Dakota I really Fanning. did. I'd have to see her in a role like I haven't that, seen though. her since that movie with Tom Cruise, War of the Worlds. She was in Twilight. Uh, don't ask yeah, me she's in Twilight. You, you guys see, watch it. See, Lou just said it. She spoke, I, I promise you. She just said she's ugly. I don't know why <laughs> girls think Dakota Fanning is I ugly. Think I think she's pretty. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what she looks like since War of the Worlds. She, she did have a little snaggle tooth when she was when She had a little snaggle tooth. Dakota Fanning, if you buy all means, I don't think you're listening to this, but... If you just happen to stumble on this, we love you. We're all fans of you. Special message from Steven Geis to Dakota Fanning. Wow, that got really loud. Oh, poor creepy. But um, anyway, I could not find a Ganondorf. Yeah, I had a hard time with Ganondorf. I got the Ganondorf. The guy that I I picked is dead. Well, that doesn't He's do dead. any good. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> zombie Ganondorf. Michael Clark Duncan would have made a good Ganondorf. The black guy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dude. He's got a deep voice, and he's big and burly like like Smash Ganondorf. Uh, he would make a good, and you don't have to put that much makeup on him. He's kind of too big, he, he don't have to be like super big or whatever. I think he would make a good one. Okay. I mean, 
he wouldn't be able to talk like he did in the Green Mile, obviously. But I mean, he doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah. Name Don Coffee. Like to drink on the spade. May Merlo in the toilet. But I mean, but, but I mean, look at what he did in Planet of the Apes. He was a big, <laughs> yeah, strong, yeah, uh, gr- like the guy gorilla thing, whatever. <laughs> Wait, he played. He played the gorilla. Yeah, he was the gorilla. He Is he Buck? He's, he's he Buck the gorilla? He's the, no, oh, sorry, I got really excited. What's his name? Buck. He's yeah. the, like in the a first in the first place. He's a general. Not that. Well, he's is he the one that says a damn dirty human? No. Oh wait a minute. You no. talking? I'm talking about the remake. I'm sorry. No, I was like, I thought that was totally CGI. No. Why would Mm-mm. why would Michael Clark Duncan run like a gorilla? Bow your heads. That, that's, that's him. him. That's him. Uh, that guy, I, I, know, I, I, I know who he is. Um, now I, can't, I, can't I just thought it was. But but like I based it off of that role. He he did a strong villain. He had a strong commanding presence about him yeah. and a deep voice. Yeah. Okay. That's Ganondorf. You can't hate on him. Well, I have the definitive okay. game. Ooh, you I you can't guys, wait. I'm chomping at the bit only to see one, this one. This is the only one, and, and you got to think about it. you got to think about it, okay? Because you're going to be like, I don't know. You ready? Ganondorf for the Netflix series of Zelda. Gerard Butler. <laughs> Dude, come on. Come on. Really? Hey, look at, look, think of his face. Think of his face with the way Ganon's face looks. Yeah? And, he, and he's he buff. Got, he got super ripped for 300. Yeah, you're right. He's yeah. still big guy. And think about him with the sideburns, the red or orange sideburns. I can see him. My only complaint is that nose. he has a hard time covering up his accent. He didn't cover it up very well. But, but no one knows what Ganon sounds like, right. so this it doesn't is the matter. the same thing. Keira Knightley, if you put her, she's going to have an English accent. But no one knows what no one knows what anyone in the Zelda universe yeah, sounds like yeah, because right. they don't speak. It's all text based. I, I always pictured him. Have I could see it. A deep voice because of his. Uh, you, yeah, I can see it because he's, he's, he's weird. He hadn't really played a bad well, guy role. But about it though, the Gerudo, which is what he is, they tend to have a Middle Eastern background when you look in, at in one iteration of the show uh, of the game. Because he wasn't always a guru, and then that's. I think it's the same. Isn't it the same Ganondorf throughout the whole thing? It's not. It's not. Like I said before, their spirits are bound. No, I know, but I mean, like I know Zelda. But think of Link to the Past. There was always a There wasn't a Ganondorf, but there was just a Ganon. Ganondorf Dragmire, remember? Yeah, you're right. Never mind. I guess you're right. See, got got Zelda quoting over here. He knows all Uh, of it. uh, Actually, (laughs) but wait, wait, what's the red shirt guy? What does he do? Is Falstad Wildhammer still alive? Actually, it says he's at Airy Peak, but he's not. Actually, uh, Ganondorf was uh, in A Link to the Past, Brandon. Uh, he was mentioned in the beginning as, uh, in the, I'm sorry, the instruction booklet as Ganondorf Dragmire. <laughs> but anyway. Is that Gerard Butler? Is that Gerard Butler? Look at that. Look, look Haley's got a reference pick. She's got a reference Let pick. Let me see. Gerard Butler as a bad guy. Whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah could that I not be a perfect Ganon? Make his face green, dude. That would, he would be good. Called it. Yeah. Called it. I could see it, though, uh, with his Scottish Netflix, accent. good luck uh, hiring Gerard yeah. Butler. <laughs> no, but for <laughs> real, that could be so awesome. With his Scottish accent, talk about, these toys are too much powerful for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I command you to give them to me. <laughs> oh, my God. That was pretty good. <laughs> Anyway, so that's our picks for the cast of the Netflix Zelda series, which may or may not happen. It's all like there's no official word to anything. If you have any, if you have any picks, guys out there, post them on our on our our Facebook page, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or if you have any suggestions of who you think should play them, right? Post it on our Facebook page. uh, Send us uh, some kind of picture or whatever, whatever you want to do. Tweet us. We appreciate feedback. Yes. Um, Comment on the SoundCloud. Yeah, uh, that's the one thing I want to talk about, by the way, for um, my little side quest thing here, is that we had 88 listeners, or, or listens on our SoundCloud page, mm-hmm. one of which, or two of which may have been mine, just to check and make yeah. sure everything was okay, or it may have been us, but um, 
That's crazy. That's a that's a big number for for me. For sure. I wasn't expect. I was expecting like maybe like ten or twelve people. Victory fanfare it. needs to be playing through right there. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can put, I'll put it in. But um, for real, uh, if we could break a hundred on this next one, I'll pee my pants. Like, really? Yeah. Can we film it? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't do it here in the school. Take the Instagram. <laughs> um, so, and that's all really I had up that was extra. I'm still just doing the same thing I've always been doing. Trying to get a house. Same, same old living, stuff. Living life. Living, living life. it up. Living it up. I don't know what that is, but Jacob, what you got? You got any little I'm, side I'm quests? I'm side of the bread. We got to put the meat in the middle. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. You're the meat? No, I'm not the meat. You're not the meat? Steve is we the meat. Bread. I'm the taste. All right, Steve. <laughs> Steve, let's, uh, uh, let's do your side quest. What you got? Uh, okay, so for my side quest, I kind of want to do something different. I kind of want to do an award where I pick the best, the the most notable person of the week, in my opinion, and kind of give them the B, what I like to call the BA of the week award. BA stands for bad, uh, synonym for donkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, fill in the blank. For those who are uh, the listening bamf, at work, the bamf for the week. The bamf. Yes. There we go. The bamf of the week. Uh, this week, I'm gonna do a kid who built a arm, oh, a robot yes. arm, out this of really cool. the Nintendo Power Glove. This is from a Popular Science article. Uh, his name is Easton LaChapelle. He thought it would be fun to build a robotic arm controlled wirelessly by using the Power Glove. Uh, he was 14 at the time when he did it. Um, so is it like motion control? He moves it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. As far as I know, yeah, I thought I read somewhere else where it said that it was for prosthesis, but this article doesn't say anything about it. But still, though, that's really cool to build yeah, a Yeah, 14 out years. Of I love the power glove. To it's build so an bad. Arm out of the <laughs> for real, I, I, I have I have two at home. I, They're I want, iconic. I want more. It, it wasn't iconic when it came out. <laughs> Wait. It was it was cool, man. That that scene whenever Lucas Barton comes out oh, with the power Lord. glove and, and the wizard, which you guys need to watch. I know, oh, dude, okay, it was so okay. cool. He comes out and he's playing Rad Racer. I got it now. <laughs> Originally, it was just an arm that was controlled with the power glove, but now a couple years after he did that, uh, he made it to where it's a prosthetic limb now. It's a 3D printed prosthetic arm created by a teenager that's going to change lives. That's what that. That's what Holy it explains crap. as. And you you put it on your arm where your arm's missing, and you can actually control it with. Uh, you control it through the power glove. Um, they don't really. They don't really get oh. too. They don't really get too in detail so you can, with it. You use the power glove to control the robotic arm. You use the power arm. glove on the other arm, and then you grab. Oh. Like, oh. Do that. Dude, that's so pretty it's ingenious. Like, so it mimics commands almost. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's really cool. That is really I'm cool. That's cooler than yeah. Yeah. If, if my arm ever got lost, <laughs> I would totally want one. I'm just saying. Okay. I was tripping. I was like, "Wait a minute! I thought I read with yeah." And I, was, I read another article where um, the guy who does the the stop motion animation for Robot Chicken, mm-hmm. he has a power glove that he uses to animate so when he's moving all the stuff. Really, he can actually use the power glove somehow to like take pictures or like you know whenever he's done with a frame to uh, to make the because you know it's all claymation. Yeah, right. So he does all that with the power glove. It's now. just easy to clicking buttons, stop. Yeah, and no, he buttons. has it with him. He it's just, pretty cool. That's yeah. cool. The real reason why I say that he wins the Bamf of the Week award is because this this project is going to benefit a lot of people who are who who need amputation. Yeah, man. Who, who are uh, ampu- who maybe we'll see the, the um, rebirth of the power glove. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I mean, he's making these arms for people who are missing an arm with the power glove, and it's going to help a lot of people. So, Easton LaChapelle, because of your hard work, you win my band for the week award. Who knows? Maybe a virtual boy. Will... A vir- yeah, <laughs> a virtual boy to uh, to see better. I know. No. Virtual boy, like no. You're like Terminator Vision. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nintendo's like, maybe we could revive the Virtual, Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy is the equivalent to putting power drills in your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> that's my bamf for yeah, the week It's good to see a lot of love for the Power Glove lately. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, all, uh, that's all I got to say. Jacob, I you want to finish with glove. the bread? Uh, yeah, mine's not, like I said, I liked the analogy last week. Bread. Meat! Bread. Meat. <laughs> you're, the, you're, the, you're the loving meat. You're the, you're the, the lovable you're the meat. Soft, the, lovable, the lovable baloney. The soft little center of a candy bar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, nah, nothing, nothing special, nothing in the game news for me. Just uh, started up um, doing, I mentioned last week that I do Taekwondo, which is, you know, we're at our Taekwondo school here, Langston's Taekwondo Academy in Central. Plug. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, no, we, um, we, I started doing uh, Jiu-Jitsu on the side, which is really cool uh, with Gracie. You're mixing, and, you're mixing the art. I'm now, mixing man. it. You might say it might be some mixed martial arts or oh. MMA. Uh, nah, but it's fun. Um, I, I got in there and I, I, we did some warm ups where you roll on the mats, like literally, like, like kind of like police roll, and then you roll yeah. backwards. And uh, you do this one where you're supposed to put your hands down and then put your head down on the mat. And then you flip over, kind of like you're doing a really bad flip on the mat. Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to land on, and catch yourself on your feet and then kind of pop up. Sounds and painful. it's supposed to, well, I got real, real cocky with it and just just went straight head and no uh, hands and I was basically rolling off of my neck uh, and uh, so my neck is tweaked right now I have to turn around to look at people like Batman like like, like the uh, Michael Keaton like, like the Keaton Batman like to spin around <laughs> and stuff. George Clooney Batman with the, with the nips in the suit yeah <laughs> bat nips <laughs> but that's, that's what's going on with me I'm just uh, everything's good quick God question, is good quick question good. for you um, what's like the biggest difference between standard karate and jiu jitsu so far you want what I taekwondo or karate or taekwondo or, or Whatever. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> uh, you watch UFC? Uh, so you ever seen UFC? Okay. Most of the time, they're punching each other on the ground wrestling, right? Yep. Punching each other standing up is what I do. That's the striking portion. Okay. Uh, not so much punching, more kicking. Uh, and then what they do, jiu-jitsu, is on, with it on the ground. This is, uh, jiu-jitsu is the chess, mass of chess, excuse me, the chess match of fighting. It's very strategic. Um, when I used to watch early UFC stuff, you would watch it, and then you'd be, they'd be like, yeah, you want to you see someone get knocked out. You want to yeah. see them get punch him in the face, and you yeah. want to you wanna see all that, and then they fall on the ground. They start, they, yeah, they'd start wrestling. You're like, you're like, all right, well, I'm going to get up and get a Coke. You know, that's, they're wrestling each other on the ground now. I don't want to see guys hugging each other. But Bro, when you funny. watch it, when you know what they're doing, you're like, oh, dude, he almost got out. He got out. He got, you know, so it's yeah, very it's strategic. In, it's pretty intense. I mean, I know all about, like, it's grapple. It's joints, joint submissions. And I tapped. I had a matter of fact, the guy that runs the school, his daughter is like 13, and I had to roll with her, and she tapped me like twice. What? Yeah, 13 year old girl. Dude. Was that chival- Was that chivalry, Jacob? Or that no, was no, she she really did. Really? She, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was it was a very humbling experience. I'll say that. Mm. Mm, tight, so. tight. Well, um, women are more capable than beating up men. Oh, that's yeah. right. They're That's right. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh. That just about does it for the show today, guys. Oh, anything, yeah. anything else y'all want to add in before oh, I close it up? No, that was a good show, man. Hope y'all um, enjoyed it. Basically, I just want to uh, reiterate about our social media, which starting us a little social media campaign. You can check us out at our Facebook page, the Little Jolly Gamer Show Facebook page, uh-huh. or you can check us out on Twitter, which is the LJGS underscore official. I have to say that slow, otherwise I'll say LG, and that's not... That's not it. LJGS underscore official on Twitter and Instagram. It's the same handle. You can follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Check us out on SoundCloud where we're going to come out on the podcasts. Yeah. Hopefully in the future we'll get some videos and some live streams maybe out there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, follow us. Keep your ears open. Share us, share us, share us. Yeah, share us, share, oh, share, yes. share And please, uh, feedback. We Like if you have a yes. question for us, if you want us to do a certain segment, if you want us to talk about something – we we're hoping to have a um, a, a fan mail section one day. Yeah, where we, that'd we be can awesome, answer fan man. mail. 
Like you know, that, that'd be great. Any any yeah. question? If you, you know, if someone has a question for you for karate, they gotta ask you. If someone mm-hmm. had a question for me about game stuff or, or Stephen with law legal, advice, legal, legal advice. advice. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm not not giving any. I'm not sanctioned to give any legal advice. Uh, saying, ask oh, 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 snap. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, Steve. We're we're just too dumb. If you want to ask boys. him about Zelda? Ask Zelda. Yeah, I can't so, legally give you legal advice. Don't. Email us asking, Ah, Steve, I need to get a divorce. How can I do that? (laughs) Call a lawyer. (laughs) Anyway, so let's close it out, guys. Uh, Just want to also shout out to my friend Hunter Esmond for the art. Uh, He may be a guest speaker on the show one day. Shout out! So we really want to have our people know that he did the artwork for us. Um, And when we make videos, I'm working with him close about getting stuff for videos as well. And my friend Daniel Hill with his uh, amazing audio abilities. He's the, the audio, heard, the audio, ma- show. audio master. He's audio master, and his uh, <laughs> his show under the microscope, which is a science based podcast. Check him out. He's pretty much everywhere: SoundCloud, iTunes, blah blah blah. And um, yeah, guys, just want to um, make sure I get more more um, listeners and break hundred. I want early want to see a hundred listeners. I really want to see you pee your pants. Uh, yeah, that too. Then um, it's cool because he pees his pants. So yeah. Um, all right. Um, that's that's it, guys. I hope we'll see y'all next week. Absolutely. Peace out, guys. Signing out. Peace. Come in, Cornelia. This is Cornelia, Pepper speaking. Congratulations on a job well done. Roger. I'm heading back to Cornelia.